What's Your Position and the So So Scrutiny podcast may contain adult themes, sexual discussions, and strong language. We want everyone to be educated, but we are intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Come on, girl. Yeah. It's me, Jackie Moon. Hey everybody, it's the So-So Scrutiny What's Your Position crossover episode. I'm your host Robert Main and I got my other co-hosts, Ashley Weller, Helen Keller, Oh, and then we got Corey Stocks, don't put your fork in the outlet or you're going to get the shocks. <laughs> that was a long one. And then, oh this gets better, and then Liz, and we got our guest over here too, Get Liz Stocks, the drop-off is at midnight this Friday at the Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> what about yours? Oh, just Robert Man. It's funny. Airplane, penis vein. It's, it's, <laughs> it's funny that they just get like longer, longer. and longer phrasing. Thank you. And the last one, um, the last one needed a little, you know, uh, a voice to it. I actually think I have one for you. Okay, hit me. Robert saying, Robert Maine, insane in the membrane. Insane in the brain. I think I've heard it. I've Damn heard it all. But that's a good one. I don't think Corey's done it on the podcast. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. <sighs> Welcome, everybody. Thanks. It's our long-awaited crossover episode. Woo! Finally. We've been um, saying this since the start of my, of my, of What's Your Position? So, and we <laughs> started recording them in May of last year. We released the first one in August, and we've been, I think every episode we've talked about doing this, so... There is. We did one kind of crossover. You were on our podcast before you started yours, right? Yes, yeah. twice. Twice. Mm-hmm. Harry, yes. Harry Potter and Three Eleven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So go back and listen to those. Those were fun. Yeah. yeah. Those uh, were the reason I started. You were the reason I wanted to start a podcast because I didn't realize how awesome they were. Boom. So. Fun. Yeah. It's easy, and I do all the work, and it's just talking exactly. to exactly. Uh, <laughs> let's get uh, uh, our unofficial sponsors out of the way. Um, oh, by the way, this is a "Love Me Sexy" remix from. It says Little Wayne, but it doesn't but sound like Little Wayne. It's a uh, it's Will Ferrell, yeah. yeah. It is, and it's yeah. His, "Love Me Sexy" is my is is uh, what's your position's opening song. So. What what is it? What movie is it from again? Uh, the basketball. Semi pro. Oh, uh, semi pro. Yeah, because it was like eighties. Mm-hmm. Right. Seventies. <laughs> seventies. Late seventies. And yeah. he come. He becomes a very underrated. See, this is hers. Mm-hmm. Hey, but with no, hers doesn't have the Jackie Moon vocals on it. It's just the no. instrumental. Jackie. Mm-hmm. It's a little no Jackie. Jackie. Love me Love sexy. Hey, everybody. It's me, Jackie Moon. Uh, let's get our unofficial sponsors out of the way. Uh, Corey and Liz brought over our favorite coffee place, Coffee Code. Cheers. Who now, Cheers. Yes. Cheers who I would like to add now has a tipping service on their on their pa- their uh, whatever square. Yeah. Oh, cool. So now I'm actually able to give them the tip they deserve because they always get coffee. Just the tip. Yes. <laughs> And then uh, Ashley and I, you're not wearing one today, <clears throat> Corey, I'm surprised, but Ashley and I are both wearing Das, das Bootleg. Das Loot. She's wearing, what are you wearing? I'm wearing the Like a Virgin era Madonna with all the black bracelets, and she's got a lollipop in her mouth, and her hair's all tousled, and she it's my favorite Madonna. Just because she's badass. That she's look totally is still badass. work in LA right now. Oh, fuck now. yeah. And I got, jaw, I got Jaws, the three dudes. Oh, standing jaws. in the shark mouth. Nice. That's a good one. I almost wore Pee Wee, but then I decided to wear. <laughs> and I almost wore my Wee Wants the Redhead um, because I really have a feeling 
uh, that the topic we're talking about today, the the tiny human, is going to be a redhead. So I almost <laughs> wore my We Wants the Redhead t-shirt. We <laughs> Wait, th- th- is that, is, that's not a, um, that's not a DOS thing. It's like a, no, it's okay. A, we it's made those. Word, oh, oh, that's awesome. Because yeah. they took out the that redhead. Red. Oh, the, they left her in, but did it like yeah. a different version. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So we went to. Which was. We went whatever. to Disneyland the week the week before they pulled her out or changed her vocals or whatever. Me, Linda, and Robert, and we all had "We Wants the Redhead" shirts. And we, <laughs> That's great. And we wrote it one last time, phrasing. <laughs> um, and uh, it was I still have that shirt. I can't wear it anywhere else, so I almost wore it today. But yeah, Disneyland will be open soon. We'll, we'll, we won't talk about it right now. We won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to get into your statistic Ch- of Ch- the day? Yeah, so I'm so very excited because uh, I learned about what we're going to talk about um, with these two uh, um, before they announced it to the world. So I already mm-hmm. had this idea for this episode of, of What's Your Position? Um, and we're going to talk about IVF, in vitro fertilization. Um, I've had... Uh, a young, I'm having somebody come on who's had a baby. I had someone come on who doesn't want children. I had somebody come on who's had an abortion. Um, and I wanted to bring somebody on who went through the process of fertilization. And what better way than to bring friends and <laughs> and people that we love and know on to talk about this experience. So, um, Still in the process. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> still, yeah. It's still cooking. For sure. <laughs> she. She yeah. is still cooking. She. Um, I'm gonna no, ask, I'll call it an it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask what her name is later. Are you going to tell me? Yes. Yeah. Great. Don't don't say it right now. Uh, <laughs> you got to guess. Oh, no. Uh, really? You're going to have to give me a letter. Um, in vitro fertilization is an assisted reproductive technology commonly referred to as IVF. It's the process of fertilization by extracting eggs, retrieving sperm, and then manually combining the egg and sperm in a laboratory dish. So basically Mm -hmm. they take the egg that has been pulled out of the uh, uh, ovary and they take the sperm that has been donated and they put them in a Petri dish and they put on Jackie Moon and the egg (laughs) and the sperm do a little dance and they impregnate one another and then you have it, right? Sound about right? Yes. Great. Yes, there's a little more. Yes, there's a little, there's more. little more to it that we'll get into. We'll get into. Yeah. yeah. This yes. is that's the basics. Of yeah. It, right. Totally. Okay. Uh, don't forget Jackie Moon. Um, <laughs> and Jackie Moon. Yeah. My statistic of the day. So um, you guys don't know uh, that on on our on our podcast we do a statistic of the day where I give you the thing that I found to be either the most interesting or something that I would be mm-hmm. think would be really fun to guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you three are going to guess the answer. So is the listener. And then at the end of the episode. I'm going to tell you what the answer is. Okay. In 1953, John Rock was the first person to extract an intact fertilized egg. And then they proved the fertilization was capable by producing the birth of what animal? Hmm. Oh. I think I got it. I know this one. Go. Is it the sheep? You just guess. Uh, You guess what the animal is, and then we move on. I'm not telling you if you're right or wrong. A sheep. What did you say, Liz? A sheep? Sheep. You both said sheep? Yeah. yeah. Sheep. Is this the cloning thing? No. This mm. is proven okay. fertilization in vitro. <clears throat> oh, okay. So I know they did the cloning stuff with the sheep. Um, I'm going to go good old monkey. OK. 
Okay, perfect. <laughs> then in 1977, um, Steptoe and Edwards uh, successfully carried out a conception which resulted in the, the birth of the world's first baby, and her name was Louise Brown, and she was born in July of 1978 in the UK. So 1953, first extracted fertilized egg. 1959, proven fertilization in a specific animal. And then 1977, about 20 years later. That's how long it took them to go from animal live birth to human live birth, um, which I just found friggin' fascinating. And now, um, in 2019, over 7 million women have used in vitro fertilization. Since wow. 1977, over 7 million women have used in vitro fertilization to get themselves and their partners uh, with a baby, bun in the mm-hmm. oven, impregnated Hell yeah, with child. Yay, mm-hmm. science. <laughs> Unofficial sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what we're talking about today. And I'm pretty excited. And I'm really, really, really appreciative that you guys are willing to share your story because it's a personal one. Mm-hmm. And I know it was a struggle. And I mm-hmm. know that um, talking about it before was just a little nerve-wracking. So I'm yeah. very grateful that you guys are going to tell your story to the world <laughs> yeah. on our Definitely. podcasts. Before Yay. we get into that, what have you been up to this week, though, Ashley? What have you um, been doing? Well, my work is having us work every other day from home to kind of limit the number of people in the office. Yeah. Um, I did a lot of gardening yesterday. I went to Evergreen Nursery and Garden Grove and bought a shitload of plants. If you that place ever, you took me to? Yeah. <laughs> if you ever need indoor plants, Evergreen Nursery off of Garden Grove Boulevard in between Beach and Magnolia. Um, very unmarked and unassuming. I didn't know it was there. It's amazing. Uh-huh. And I got so many rare pothos that I might poop my pants. And I repotted <laughs> them all yesterday and I'm going to hang them up and my house is going to look like a jungle. So I'm very excited about that. Um, and... What else happened this week? Uh, not a whole lot. All right, moving on. It. Liz, <laughs> what'd you do? You been teaching? Yeah, teaching. Well, how's that going? It's good. Yeah. I still um, love my students, but it's still a lot. Have you met any of them in person? Yes, kind of. Um, I have distribution days where I have to go and um, give them like their new workbook right. and all that. So I've met them from afar as I hand them a bag. Oh. But wow. they have their masks on, so I, it's weird because I don't and recognize... And you do too. Yeah, and I have mine too. So like I'm used to seeing them on camera, so with their masks on, I can't tell who they are. Mm. Yeah. And they don't come up and say their names. So I'm just staring at them like, hi, who are you? <laughs> yeah. And then they give me their name. Nice. How is it teaching fifth graders online? Like, are they? I un- love them. Is it hard? Are they unruly? Or uh, they- No. No? Oh, I Well... Good. Um, cause for two years I taught first grade and I tried so hard to make first grade work for me and I didn't love it. And my principal kept pushing me to go to fifth and I kept saying no, no, because I get moved grade levels all the time. Um, but then she ended up pushing me anyway. She forced me into fifth and now I'm grateful for it. And I don't think I'm ever going back down. You think you're going to go up though? Do you want to teach I, high school eventually? No. Well, I'd have to go back to school if I want to teach high school. Mm. But, um, what about college? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Down the line. Your, right now I'm still layers. really loving elementary. But I, I, I like, like, I've taught fourth before and I did really enjoy fourth. So I like fourth and fifth. It's a fun grade level. Those are good. Yeah, and, I like yeah, fourth and Those fifth. were and, great years for me. Yeah. yeah. 
I made like really good friends those years. Like friends I, I still have. Too. I had great teachers yeah. in the fourth and fifth grade. Yeah. Yeah. I so I really like it. And also um I'm really big on social justice and I tried really hard to do the social justice stuff in first grade. And there's only so much you can yeah. do. Oh, with fifth yeah. grade, those conversations are awesome. Concepts yeah. become a little more solidified yeah. for sure. So I like I have just as, like I have fun with them. Um, with, with I love that discussing those topics. Yeah, it's night and day. I've seen Liz from the first grade. Yeah, first grade, like <laughs> you were you were pretty miserable. Oh yeah, I hated first grade. Like yeah. I will. I I think although you got when, to be the, with the kids themselves, like physically. Yeah. Versus virtually with the fifth graders. Yeah. But I think when people ask me before, like, oh, how's first grade going? I'm like, it's okay. You know, I, I try to like force the smile. Up. It's okay. Yeah. 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 But now with fifth, it's like I'm not it's lying. Cool. Like I love fifth grade. Mm. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really yeah. Corey. How's you doing over there? How are your kids? Uh, they're great. Um, we're reading a, a play called um, Raisin in the Sun. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's set in like the, the 50s, mm-hmm. like yeah, uh, right. Civil Rights era and everything. Yeah. Um, and like well, she well, for, said. For what's position listeners, what, what, what grade do you teach? I teach seventh grade. Oh, um, a little bit, little bit couple older. Yeah. yeah. And they're, hey, you ever need help with, uh, oh, wait, what? You teach everything. I teach language arts only. Damn it! Wait, I know. We'll, we'll talk out there. Hold on, I'm going to pause. I'm oh. going to interrupt you for just a second. I'm just remembering. I know that for fifth grade, I do have to teach sex ed. At oh. one point, I haven't gotten the curriculum yet, you. or I don't know how, but I may pick your for brain. Free. I'll help you for yeah, free because I I hate the sex ed that's taught. Both hands in the air. <laughs> yeah. Both hands. I'll give them up yes. too. Mine are up as All well. All four. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Look at look at Angela. Both his hands. So <laughs> once I have dates for when that's going to happen, I may have to contact Ms. you. Miss yeah. pick me, pick me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I, um, my colleague and I are both teaching it, but we have to separate with boys and girls. No, and I know we have to, we have to. So that's already a part I hate. Um, but I, oh, I'm so disappointed. I'm already uh, you know volunteering for boys. I want to yeah. take, yeah. take the boys. For sure. Well, you know why it sucks? Because they're yeah. going to get separated, but they're, they're going to talk about what they learned yep. on the playground. Yeah. And they're going to, sure. it's like a game of telephone and, the, <laughs> and it's horrible. And it gets all mixed up and you get the wrong information. Yep. And it, Well, I'll help you yeah. both yeah. with boys and girls. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Go. And so, um, yeah, we're, we're, I'm teaching Raising the Sun, set in the 50s, Harlem Renaissance. Um, you know, African-American family is trying to like make ends, ends meet and, it's hard, but they get this check for life insurance from like their uh, um, the grandfather who passed away. So it's it's all about like how are they going to spend that money? What's their future going to look like? Um, and the kids have been like super into it and like wow. the civil rights movement. And just like this past class on Friday, we talked about like what this weekend means and like Martin Luther King Day. And they were like, well, it was you know, they, they got really into the discussion. So I barely got to finish like what I planned, but it was amazing to have them like, just let them go and talk. Do the kids argue with each other about stuff? No, they're really, really, really good about agreeing and disagreeing. Like, did you have to lay that out? Or was that already? I had to, I had to teach them that in the beginning. Like instead of saying like, no, 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 no. I teach them like transitional phrases. Like, uh, yes. And I disagree because, or I agree because I can see your point. Yeah. I can see your point, but, and they're really good at that. That's awesome. Um, That's how I started in kindergarten. 
I lit yeah, I literally yeah. like sat there and just listened to him. How and I'm proud like, were you? Yeah. I told them like at the end of class, like I'm so proud of you guys for having this discourse that you guys just like That's awesome. led. I didn't have to do anything. Too bad we couldn't record it and have it a podcast. I know, yeah. right? I, I actually anything. something I would love to try to do when we get back to school is do like a like a podcast for the kids. Like have like a school podcast, Ooh. like where they can come in and talk about kid things. Um, so, so but scrutiny. I've talked to my principal about it and she's like down with it, but it's like we're out of school. So right. it's not like I <laughs> can't really go. Yeah. Now, and, and speaking of that, have you met your kids in person? Um, yes, I know all of them because I am an avid teacher. So I teach avid too, which is oh, like college and career. Co- well, college and career prep. Like mm-hmm. the, it isn't it is not meant for like straight A students. It's for students that you could use the extra organizational oh. help and like to get to the A um, and they're great kids. Um, yeah, and it makes it sound like it's a full bunch of weird, like nerd A plus four point But it's kids who want no, yeah, extra it's help. Kids who, who want to get yeah, there. Who want to the get twos there? And maybe the threes. Wow. We have college tutors and everything. And so, um, what was the question? It was about. Yeah, have you met them? You, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so I went into you know, classes. Those, those kids that you teach. Yeah, have you yeah. I went. In, <laughs> I went in last year to the other avid class because, like, I I tend to help out a lot with. Um, with like the coordinator stuff for AVID at school. So um, I went in and I visit the kids and I tell them about like, you know, next year, this is what AVID's gonna look like in seventh grade. So, you know, like just to prep you. And um, I've met all of them and they all knew me and they were like, oh, we're so excited and stuff. Of course, you're the cool teacher with tattoos and a beard and piercings and <laughs> they drew they, i have a picture my kids drew of me um oh i want to see it oh well God. you've seen it if you've oh. been on my if you've been on my instagram oh uh, it's, it's, profile my, it's my profile oh picture. yeah then i have oh okay yeah, my kids so like, cool. right yeah, so, yeah i didn't fun. have any teachers that looked like either of you <laughs> they're so oh. cool yeah they're they're such cool kids though like this whole this past week i've had a really good time teaching and just getting back to like what i love doing letting them discourse and listening to it and then that's being cool like, yep. i had one cool teacher that's kind of comparable to Corey. he was in a band mr mel treger oh, mr. mr mel, mel. yeah and he was in a band called the friendly indians that played my aunt's bar and i got to <laughs> see him when i was looking for i was like the only kid he's ever taught that's to like crazy. see his band and they said like they said the F word. Like, oh, so cool. And he like had to tell me like, "Hey, you got to be like cool about this." With, one like, of my the kids, kids. One of my. Kids. And he was like, "Oh!" And then he would also let me and David Ship, uh, in between for recess, let us stay in the classroom, turn on K Rock, and like run around and just do. We wouldn't like fuck up the classroom. We wouldn't yeah. even, like our limit. Like, but we'd throw like the koosh ball around, or we'd just Burn do our energy own thing and just be in AC because I was like the only classroom that had air conditioning too. So, shout out to Mr. Mill. Was, yeah, I. My kids have heard me slip up like once or twice. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> but I don't remember my teachers. Maybe a couple times. I don't think they ever stood they out. I have a teacher who changed. I have two teachers that changed my life. My sixth grade teacher, yeah. Mrs. Sunich, who I still to this day will always remember her random to teach us about the environment. She turned our entire classroom into a rainforest for six That's weeks. That's awesome. And yeah. we adopted a rainforest and we oh, like wow. learned about conservation. And then the next six weeks Hippie. was business. And she let us turn the classroom into a town and we each had to pick a job. So I was a librarian because I had a lot of books and people would come <laughs> check my so books out. Cool. And then we learned about smoking and we, and law. And we had a court case where it was, um, the cigarette company versus the people. And I got to be a lawyer and like, there was a 
judge and That's there was super cool yeah so she was amazing and then my choir teacher mr d um he's my friend on instagram and i still call him mr d and i'm in my 30s yeah. <laughs> but he was one yeah, of those mr. mel i don't i can't yeah. call him tim i can't yeah, call yeah. him dave tim shout out to dave dickerson though i'm gonna tell him that i shouted out to him in this episode <laughs> because he he was an incredible human being yeah. and so like he wasn't just a good teacher he was a good human it's, mm-hmm. it's cool to know that like hopefully these kids one day are like oh Someone's Mr. Socks is cool right. yeah. but, remember um, that teacher we had with the tattoos and the glasses yeah. And yeah, I think you're going to be one of those Corey. <laughs> yeah Liz Hey Liz, you just need more yeah. tattoos. You, you don't just, have yeah, any. No. Uh-huh. You need a couple more. <laughs> she already has like kids who come back and see her. And yeah, all that, so. cool. I, I have uh, students um, at the high school. Yeah, yeah, I have uh, <gasps> students that are high schoolers now. I taught them when they were in fourth grade. That still reach out to me. They'll write me yeah. emails. Oh my god. Yeah, and just say like uh, like I I still think about like our time in your class and really miss you and yeah because amazing I, they had heard that I got laid off because I did get laid off. Um, like Last three year? years ago. Three years ago. Okay. Um, but then I came back. Yeah. So then they like wrote me an email. Like I'm so re- like so happy to hear that you're back. I thought you were gone forever. Wow. And like once no, we can go back in person, like we'd love to visit. No <sighs> offense, Corey, because I know she's married to you, but I, she, I've never had a cute teacher. Like, right. Yeah. She yeah. would Mrs. be a Stocks. cute teacher for sure. <laughs> I never she, had one. She's cute also. Teacher one of the best teachers I know. So it's like, she's like oh. super passionate about mm-hmm. her job. Like I am too, but I could, you guys are totally different, yeah. but passionate in the same ways. Yeah. yeah. I love you guys. I'm so glad you guys Aww. are here. For sure. Uh, romance. Is it a, can I, now can I talk please? <laughs> oh, no. sorry. Yeah. Yes, That's pretty cool stuff happening and happen and happening. Uh, last week I worked on a, Pepsi promo commercial thing for the weekend again, another weekend <laughs> Dude, thing. Dude, your buddy. And <laughs> yeah, we shot it at the Rose Bowl. Did he have all the plastic That's surgery? Fake. No, no. <laughs> Someone photoshopped that. No, it was real he, for the video. It was real, it. but he. It's I, for his music video. But I don't get it. So he got he got it's his just his ass persona, beat it's, and it's, then like it's not his real name. His real name is Abel. Wait, so did he get plastic surgery? No, 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 no. no, no. Can it was all. Can I explain? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, that's fine. Uh, so I've worked on a few, and it, the bandages have gotten worse and worse and worse. And it's kind of a like a making fun of the Hollywood Kardashian people oh, make, getting way it. too much plastic surgery. And it's all these. It got worse and worse. Like the AMA thing I worked on, his whole face was bandaged. Like you couldn't even see him. And then the next thing we saw of him was this video where he saw the plastic surgery, and it's supposed to be making fun of those people. Okay. This there was just it was just him. He had no no bandages or no. But did, it was digitally done. No, 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 that was that was art. That was like makeup. Special, yeah, makeup, special effects makeup. Yeah. Wow. Because the the company that did it like posted the prosthetics and stuff. The process that yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, oh my not, god. No, it might be like touched like a little digitally. Cool. But, might know, I say I that, didn't work on that. Cool one, idea. Though. Might I say that when you got into working with you know, the weekend and working on the weekend stuff. Mm. Like that's when I really, really started to get into his music. And then she was playing it a lot. Me so too, then man. I just became this huge fan. Like I love huh. his music. It's catchy as fuck. Yeah. I so need good. to listen to some. His yeah. new record. The new record. Oh yeah. I can't listen to it. So it gets kind of repetitive. All the songs yeah, kind of sound eighties falsetto yeah. stuff, but it's mm. still good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but yeah, this was cool. We, we were at the Rose bowl. They rented out the Rose bowl and <laughs> no big deal. Uh, well, it was half. I was talking to the producer. It was half as much to rent than the Coliseum. The Coliseum was going to cost like one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars just to rent what? it. What? So this was like fifty, forty thousand dollars. Still a lot of money. Lots, just yeah. to rent it. But you get the security. You get. They made us like lunch and stuff. It wasn't very good. But anyways, 
so we put they had this little table in the middle of like the 50 yard line with this umbrella and had all these weird fancy food on it and weekend sitting there <clears throat> reading the paper and on the front it has a picture of him that says like a headline weekend performs halftime show at the super bowl and he puts it down and he drinks his tea and then a few fo- footballs fall out of nowhere like a, like a three of them and he like looks around and then he drinks his tea again and then just a barrage of <laughs> like 200 footballs real footballs come that's streaming com- down that's comedic timing on top of the umbrella <laughs> they don't they don't hit him but he's just drinking his tea and it's just like chaos of footballs and so i don't know when they're playing these if it's during the actual show to like lead up like like hey, because the weekend's performing at yeah, the Super Bowl. Yeah, he's doing the half. Yeah, okay. and um, good for him. And this man. is another funny story. So they, awesome. they had two setups. They had that one, which went 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 great. Like they they did, we probably did a few hours on that. And then another one they were gonna do was he was gonna be laying like in the field goal post. I know it's like a bar, but they made like a platform, so it's gonna be look like he's like laying on there and yeah. <clears throat> do something. But in between the setups, the weekend went back to his motorhome and word came out that like he's leaving. He's done for the day. And we're all like, what the fuck? Like, what happened? Like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, (laughs) is he mad? And so the director, Alex Lil, great, great little guy. He's this young little fucker that I'm very jealous of. (laughs) And he goes and I'll I'll, I'll go talk to him. This is like the fourth thing he's done with him. And, And he runs in and we're still setting up. He's, the first AD is like, keep setting up. Like, let's let's not go off rumors. And then the director comes running into the stadium. All right, everybody, that is a wrap. Thank you, everybody. And the first AD, like, you don't do that without consulting the first AD because he's, although the director is the boss, the first AD is running the show, and you don't say that stuff. And say, first AD it's comes, over. First AD comes, no, 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 no. And they have a little conference because he was trying to, even if he did want to leave, they were trying to figure out, we have all these cameras and have we still have like four or five hours to film. Yeah. Let's take advantage of make something. Let's get and, some B-roll. And the, and the director's like, no, no, the week, he he loved it. He's so like blown away that the first thing, he doesn't need the second one. He's so happy. He's going home. He said, thank you to everybody and thank you. So it was like. You got paid for half a day. Well, yeah, technically, by the time I put the truck away, I should it should have been camera wrap. So yeah, we saved two or three hours. Damn. So yeah, it was a fun day, and then uh, I got another one coming up this week. Shit. Um, I don't know what it is. I don't know what day I'm filming, but I'm booked for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and it's a weekend thing. So. Nice. Another weekend. Yeah. I think it's a. I think it's another Pepsi thing. I think I had heard the producers mention that there's gonna be a few more of these leading up to. Uh, the actual f- Super Bowl. Wow. So it's Pepsi money, man. They're going to throw that shit. Like yeah. Saying, Fuck. Yeah. So I don't know what this is. Joe Robert. Yeah. Good, awesome. good. Starting off 2021 pretty good. And then I got another commercial at the end of the month, too. So yeah, January is being booked up. All right. Nice. Enough about me. Oh, I do want to mention, though, this is a two-parter. This is the first part with just Liz and Corey, but the second part, we're going to do some uh, seltzer testing. We didn't mention I'm so that. excited. <laughs> we got a bunch of different seltzers. Uh, most Seven or eight. Most name brand, but then we got a few that are new. We've never tasted two at least. Mm-hmm. And uh, Liz, our uh, our official judge that cannot drink, <laughs> anyways. She she's, is with child. She's uh, gonna be pouring our drinks so we don't know. And then uh, Ashley has a couple friends coming in, Maddie and Shay. So those are past uh, podcast guests too. Yes, they were. So They're great podcast. Great podcast guests. So, so that'll be Very part excited. two. So stick around for that. But let's get into uh, Corey and Liz. Okay. Can I play some music, please? I'm going to do off our... We don't talk about this much, Corey, anymore. We need to oh, update wait. it more. What? Don't we want to talk about the Night Stalker? Oh, yeah, I'll put it on. Let's just mention that real quick. Well, yeah, put on some music. Eh, all right. 
Let's mention it real quick. Yeah, because this is a scrutiny. It is. We're going to scrutiny. We can't scrutinize IVF, but we can scrutinize. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we can see how much it no, it sucks. No, we're getting in. Oh, oh, oh we're going to get into that. Shout out to the dares. This is on our so-so scrutiny playlist. There's one on Ooh. iTunes and on Spotify. We good don't, buddies. We haven't updated in a while, but there's plenty of songs That's still That's a great idea. Yeah. That's a really good idea. Okay. Go ahead and steal so, that one too, um, Ashley. I'm going to steal that one. So, okay, Night Stalker. We're going to just do a little mini yeah. scrutiny. A scru- scrutet. Ooh, I like that. Scrutet or a or a scruty. <laughs> Scroots. Scroots. I like that because the scruty kind of sounds like your underbelly thing, like the ABC. Scrotum. The yeah. 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 <laughs> ABC. Scroot sounds like scrot. Scrot. I like that. I, like that. <laughs> uh, I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched uh, like about an hour and a half of the beginning, and then I watched the end because my uncle Robert's stepdad yeah. is in it. So. I watched well, you, it. You should finish it. I'm it's going di- to. It's digestible. I'm it going to finish good, yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I'm totally going to finish it. But first impressions, I thought it was a little um, self-indulgent. I thought that they did a lot of side angle. Like, I I thought they did a lot of like, look forlorn, look off in the distance. <laughs> and then I found some of the verbiage to be and who they chose to come on like. The, old, the first lady and she's wearing heart sunglasses. I'm like, uh-huh. who's the costume director that let a 70-year-old woman wear that? Like, you look like one of my schizophrenia patients and you do not look credible uh-huh. and you're telling me you saw a random guy stare at you in a car with a hat on? Go fuck yourself. Like, I thought that was completely <laughs> unnecessary. Sorry. All right. I also didn't appreciate the completely graphic description of how that five-year-old girl was molested and raped, like, and she gave her own account and was like, Oh, it hurts. Like, don't do that. I'm like, don't, I don't, don't. Yeah, it, and the that old woman, you don't need old to do woman that. one really was like, oh boy, God. It was just a little self-indulgent. And then I yeah. kind of thought Gil was an egotistical little over, he kind of over talks and I don't need to know your entire life to know that you caught the night stop. Well, Corey and I were talking about this I, before you lit the mics up yeah. and we kind of agreed that, Corey, explain how I, you, because you put it exactly how I was thinking. So like, I, I felt like he was like fanboying. Like he was being a fanboy of like his job, the process, like the process of it. I feel like he was kind of in awe that he actually got like to that position. Yeah. Um, at least tonally, like when I was listening to him, I didn't, I didn't get the like cocky thing oh, from really? him. Really, like I could see how the things he said sound cocky, but I think he was saying it more in a nice way. Nice transitional where like, phrase, by the way. Cocky. <laughs> no, cocky. no. I can see where you're coming from. But oh. I, oh, yeah. But I'm, I didn't see I'm that. so used to it with the kids, <laughs> but like, um, yeah, I like the vibe I got from him was like, I love my job and I'm like this nerd for detective work mm-hmm. and then he met the like big shot because the big shot guy was like whatever I do this my, exactly. comparison, my comparison was like <laughs> Trout yeah, being able to play voice. with Pujols yeah like Gil was this up and coming detective like Rookie, he, right? he was already yeah, he was young it, and he was a go getter yeah, and he, he, you could tell that he loves his job or did I don't was he retired I, I don't know I, anyways but he got to like play with Albert Pujols Albert Pujols asked him to play with him and of. I think by the end is where he really got the confidence like he felt confident about his detective work and i think like that's the standpoint he was speaking from is like after finishing this case i like i we i helped catch this guy yeah like no and he deserves yeah. praise and he deserves the glory and I, for but that. i get what you're saying and yeah. there was just a lot of filler like that there was a file room woman and she was like i knew that he was right 
And I'm like, cool, why the <laughs> fuck did they interview you? Like, what purpose I do think, you serve? I think you have to watch all of it because she comes back later oh, and is okay. important. God damn it. Which, yeah. Which lady? The the woman who... um. Uh, At the beginning, she's yeah, she, pregnancy she, brain over there. She, yeah, I know. <laughs> the glasses? No, 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 oh. no. There's she's a file um, clerk or something. Her last name's like oh, Arnold or right. something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, it does come okay. back. Yeah. So yeah. The first little clip, I was like, who the fuck is this and also, lady? And why do I care that you're... Well, she's in the... Pro- regardless matter? of what happens at the end, that the another weird part that happens to this, but she's part of the judicial process. She's part of like the next step after the detective. But they before didn't the say that. Yeah. All they well, said was, file clerk. And all she said was, I agreed with him. And I was like, okay. But, but there's even about. more than that because yeah. she does have a personal experience in a way. Okay, so that makes way more yeah. sense then. And I should watch the whole thing yeah. before I scrutinize it. <laughs> Can I, uh, I actually have the clip of my stepdad. Mm-hmm. Can I play it? Mm-hmm. It's, it's like three minutes, but it's all right. Let's see. What? Yeah, what do you pop? What? Beard hair in my... Oh, I hear you. All right, here we go. What the hell? I'm recording this from my phone. So. I'm like... Don't bother me. I, I got to get up in a couple of hours and go to work. You know. His wife was on the couch and she heard Ex-wife. a noise. Yeah. Ex-wife. It's just a noise. Don't worry about it. She was insistent. She says, no, I heard the window. So I went and got my gun and I walked around the house. Was this uh, Ron Zimmer? behind our dining room table. And as I walked around the table, a window that we had not opened ever it was painted shut. This part creeps me the it's fuck out. Jam all the way up. Solid. We gotta call the police. He's like, I am the police. I said, I know, but we gotta call the police. So I go get my flashlight and I start shining it out the window. John's a sheriff deputy. Footprints down in the flower bed in the mud. We had watered so much the night before. The ground was just perfectly saturated and when he pushed down with his feet to shove that window up it just left a perfect print they sent out a unit and i show him the footprints and he looks at him hard and a long time and he says you know what i think it's the same guy oh god then uh. and a bunch of other Crime lab people start coming to the house. I happened to be working graveyards and got a phone call 4.30 in the morning. And there's been an attempt breaking out of Pico. So I go out to John Rodriguez's house and where I met by some, some young, good deputy, he found a box and covered up the footprint just in case the wind blew or anything happened. He wanted no way to touch that thing. I like as soon that. as Gil got there, I realized how serious the whole thing was. He says, look, I don't want to scare you, but Ugh. you are very lucky that this guy didn't come in your house. And I says, you know, what, what do you mean? He says, no, no, this guy is bad. He is evil. He's, he's done some things that, you know, you don't want to know about. It was Gil Carrillo who told me the print matches. How lucky we were to have lived. They had girls in the asleep. Jen Very was al- fortunate. Jen and Andrea were both alive at this point. All of us. That's crazy. Yeah, I do like that he said this young good detective. Like <laughs> yeah. he, that was, he, he wasn't talking about John or young good deputy. Yeah, I think no, he's, it's he's referring. 
so John called the police and the police came and that first patrol car was a young deputy. Oh, nice. got he's it. the one. Yeah. I thought that too. And then I watched the second time. He's like, oh no, Gil wasn't talking about John. If you listen but to But I the mean, yeah. great, great idea to like cover, cover it. Cover the and footprint. Like, yeah, preserve it. Hey, Gil's mentioned did, John I don't remember John, um, why did the guy not come inside? Because it was such a loud sound and Lorraine, his ex-wife, was like, that's another question. It's like, I don't know, because there's plenty of other times where he had a gun. He could have, sh- like, shut them up, <laughs> like, really quick. Pretty fast, yeah. And then there's some, if you look at some of the cases, he didn't have a gun. He used, like, a knife. So he it's was like, so random. Yeah, so maybe he didn't have his gun that night. Dude, or that, something I, outside, he saw, you know, so I don't know. It's really weird. Can I just mention that, like, a lot of these, like, I, I do like that this, um, one thing I wanted to scrutinize about a lot of these, uh, you know, serial killer docs is sometimes they glamorize like mm-hmm. the the oh, yeah. killer. I hate this guy. Like I was like looking at him and I'm like, he got so much attention by all these like women who would like write to him and like Oh my it's god. It's like how are you how are you attracted to a guy who has done the things oh my he's god. done? Like He's like grimy, missing a bunch of. I can say the same thing with Trumpers. I, I, I <laughs> fucking agree with you, right? Well, there. Yeah, but no, I hear what you're saying. There's actually a clip of Sean Penn. Sean Penn went to prison. Okay, yeah. And when he was in prison, he was in prison with the Night Stalker, and the Night Stalker sent him a note. Had the guards deliver Sean Penn a note and was like, "Hey, my name is." whatever my fucking name is and uh you know stay strong in here brother and if you need someone to talk to let me know and sean penn was like cool go fuck yourself yeah because he knew who he was but he kept the note and then he said years later he had a house fire and that note burnt up in the fire but like he was like i might be in prison but i'm not in prison for the things that you've done and you're a fucking piece of shit and i'm not going to be your fucking pen pal just like gross another segue i forgot to mention this part and they didn't mention in the doc i thought maybe they would um, at the time, John was a really young sheriff, and when you're starting out, you have to go work at the jails, yep. like prove your time. And yeah, and um, once Richard Ramirez, I'm gonna say his name, Richard Ramirez Fuck was caught. Um, not when he went to San Quentin, but the while like he was in the trial at the county jail. Oh yeah, John didn't necessarily work at his cell, but worked in the same jail. Richard wow. Ramirez. Same the guy man tried who to, almost killed his family. He had to work in like the same building. He, he's I've, I've asked him a couple times, and he's yeah he's he's kind of kind of quiet about you know you have to kind of lube him up a little bit with some booze. John's quiet about a lot of stuff, um, but yeah, he does I, seem very like he would, but you have to like you, and the dude yeah, once you do I forget how many like two years in the in the jail you can go back uh, go on patrol. He stayed like another one or two years at the jail for some reason. I don't know. <gasps> about working in the prison system as a mental health worker because I really think that that would be super Should do sex talks there and throw candy at them. <laughs> Probably it's, it's a money. Please it's don't think them. I haven't asked. I actually uh, I used have. to call and ask if I could and then they would meet me and they would say no. I'm sorry. Mm. You're going to get eaten. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not hideous. So <laughs> it's Not even the ladies? No. 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 Very even, dude. <laughs> talk about people that'll tear you up, dude. Okay, so will... I used to go. Side note: I used to go and talk at Sunburst Academy, mm. and it's a military academy for kids who want to be better human beings. They don't get sent yeah. there by their parents; they have to request to go there, and they have to get a, a perfect attendance yeah. record at school and get at least a B average um, oh, and stay nice. out of trouble before they're allowed to even attend this academy. But it's a straight up military academy. They march. They live in bunks. They get the, the do 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 every morning. Yeah. 
it's scary, but they want to be there. And so I talked to the girls and the boys, and I had to do it separate, and there was no getting around that. That was the stipulation. And the girls were so much more disrespectful than the boys. The boys were always respectful. But then at the end, more girls would come up to me and ask respectful, like, look, can I please... um, ask a question about such and da, da, da. I had to whistle more times teaching at those places than I have ever had to whistle teaching She's at a, a good whistler. I am a You're not going to do it now. No, Please do no, it. no, 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 no. I will burn everybody's ears out. But no. it's loud and it gets people's attention and like it I never had to whistle as much as when I was with those girls. They were <laughs> fucking chicks. Dude. Speaking of chicks, Liz, what do you think of the series? We haven't heard from you a little bit. What do you think uh, about this? Yeah, awful I mean, guy? I liked it and I agree with what you both were saying about the Gil, about yeah. him being passionate about it. Um, I also kind of felt like there's a, some context there that he was kind of a screw up before he got into that detective mm-hmm. work. Um, and he does mention at one point, like him being Latino. Okay. There's kind of that I can relate to like always trying to make your parents proud. So you do always kind of sound like a show off because it's like your parents came to this country for a reason. Yeah. Because so his parents that, were immigrants, right? Yeah. I, I don't know if yeah, if said that, but mm-hmm. yeah, and he's Latino, so like I can always relate to like everything that I do is with my parents in mind. Of like Okay, so that's <laughs> funny because that exact scene where he's like, Your dad is proud of you, and I was like, Okay. Like I <laughs> all right, but like it was so cheesy. Like yeah. I felt like it was real like it could I have wanna, been it uh, could have been directed better. I was gonna mm. say I'm gonna blame that more on the production. Mm. Yeah. Um, yes. Like it just felt yeah. so forced. I was yeah. like, okay. Here's, it, here's <laughs> the thing with this. Okay, so the director, I have his, his name here. He ju- he directed another uh documentary that I just watched that you should guys should watch called Operation Odessa. It's streaming on Netflix. Straight up it's just a like an hour and a half doc. It's not like yeah. this docuseries. It's 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 in the same vein that this director either has gotten too much money or just has spent too much time editing his shit. And yes, it looks over edited. Yeah, mm. it's just overproduced. And Odessa's kind of that way too. It's a little less, but um, let's see. Uh, where's the director at? It doesn't say. Hmm. Um, weird. What the fuck? Sorry about that. Um, Anyways, Op- Operation Odessa. They're gonna make a narrative movie of that. That's I'm really excited about. The story of it is crazy. Is it another serial killer type thing? Or? No, it's it's about like. Uh, um, do you ever see Lord of War with Nicolas Cage? I've heard of it. I don't exactly know what it's um, about, but it's like gun running oh, and like it. drugs, and it's kind of in the same like storyline oh, as that okay. guy. And um, is that? But it's a true with, story. Isn't was Jonah Hill in that? No, that's. Warlord, war dogs, war dogs yeah. yeah. I never sorry. saw that. So okay, um, then it makes more sense. I need to finish it. That makes yeah, sense. It's and really then good. If you explain it that way, that makes more sense. And then, yeah. but I still hate the I still hate the editor. Yeah, and, yeah. and the yeah. director. I'm just well, not a fan. They was, were given a lot of money for that. It was yeah. really like over the top. Like looked all 80s and like the neon colors. It was just a little much. Yeah. But I love the story. It was so good. I we watched the we. Binged it in a night. Yeah, it's pretty, di- pretty di- digestible. Right, right before bed. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so smart. Oh, I definitely locked up the house very tight. Very tight. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So, anybody else have anything to say about Night Stalker? Shall we get into something much more happy? No. Go watch yeah. it on Netflix. For yeah. Sure. Check it out. See what you think. <laughs> Do you want to take a 
just quick break. Sure, we'll let's take a quick break. Right. Yeah, everybody can pee. We do have a pregnant lady here, so let's be <laughs> mindful of that bladder. Cool. All right, we're going to take a break. Be right back. Talk about IVF. Welcome back, fellow humans, to a crossover episode of What's Your Position and the So-So Scrutiny. I'm here with my producer, as always, Robert Main. Oh. And I'm here with the Stacks, yeah. <laughs> Liz and Corey. And uh, we're going to talk about IVF, in vitro, vitro? Vitro. Vitro yep. fertilization. Say that three times fast. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Um, and it's a super important topic because I think that it's... Am I wrong in thinking that talking about IVF is kind of taboo? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I'm wrong? No. No, no. I mean, you're right. Sorry. Okay. It's very taboo. Very, right? Yeah. Like talking about infertility at all. Because like if you talk about IVF, that means you're talking about the fact that you're infertile in some way. Yeah. Is that correct? Yes. Um, is there a better, nicer way to say that? No, I mean, I, I say I'm infertile. Do you say I have fertility issues or do you say I'm infertile? 
I mean, I guess it's personal preference. I'm fine saying both, but mm-hmm. I could see how someone could prefer one over the sure. other. Sure. Yeah. Because saying like I am infertile implies like there's something there's wrong a with deficit you. Of yeah. some sort, right? Yeah. And that's where the taboo comes from. Is there's there's something wrong Mm -hmm. and you can't conceive naturally and and so then you have to turn to alternative methods so um i hope that someone out there listening to this episode specifically can find some sort of solace in the fact that the people who go through ivf and the people who have fertility issues they feel it too they feel the ostracization they feel the the pain of going through this it's Mm -hmm. a very lonely feeling i'm sure sometimes Mm -hmm. yeah very you feel misunderstood and you have to lean on one another and um so i hope that this episode helps somebody in that way um we're going to talk about really quickly uh for the listener who doesn't know infertility is the inability to get pregnant after having frequent and unprotected sex for one year i found Mm -hmm. that distinction of time to be quite interesting. Yeah. yeah. Do you know why it's a year? I don't know, like who chose a year, but that's <laughs> who yeah. That but that, that's number. what it is. They because they say that any like healthy couple that's fertile within a year should be able to get pregnant naturally. So about eighty-five percent of couples are able to conceive in their first year of trying. Yeah. So I guess that's maybe why they chose a year is because eighty-five percent mm-hmm. of couples can get pregnant in the first year that they and start I guess, trying. I guess that's also contingent upon like if they're using birth control, if they're like what type of protection they're using. Right. No, this is, uh, people who are trying. People yeah. who are trying to yeah. conceive have an, uh, 85% sure. of them are successful in their first year. Mm-hmm. So some uh, infertility affects both men and women. Yes. This is not a woman thing. And I was yeah. also finding a lot about how when people talk about infertility and IVF, women are usually the the first place that people look. Yeah. Um, maybe not medical professionals, but maybe medical professionals. Did they test you before they tested Corey? It was kind uh, of a, both. Kind of simultaneous. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you didn't feel any sort of like um like they paid more attention to you than him or they thought it no, was you. No, but over I have him. I do have some a lot to say about the difference between the treatment for both of us. Okay. I would, oh, I'm so excited. Oh my God. I think I may have found my new co-host for my show. Um, So women and men both have um, infertility issues. They say that they are usually self-diagnosable simply by the inability to get pregnant. But that doesn't make sense to me because I feel like you would have to go to a doctor to know if you don't have the ability to drop a fertilized egg or if you have a low sperm count. You would need to go Mm -hmm. to the doctor to get those tests, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Doctors are going to run different kinds of tests to determine what might be causing the infertility problems for a couple. Transvaginal ultrasounds can detect possible uterine abnormalities. Blood tests look at things like um, abnormal hormone levels, like your estrogen, your, te- mm-hmm. your testosterone, and a semen analysis can detect semen abnormalities. Um, infertility treatments are always improving, and there's more than just one. IVF is just one of many mm-hmm. forms um, of treatments available, but Please tell us about the tests that they did for testing you uh, for fertilization issues and fertility issues. I guess you could kind of like start with yours and I can kind of explain what they did with me after. So um, we we did. We had to wait that year. First, that's what I was going to say. So start at the beginning. Like you guys, you guys met, you guys dated, you guys. How long did you date before you got married? Um, Six years. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We, we did it for six years before we got married. And did were you having sex? No. At that time? So what? that's another thing I want to talk about. Wait, what? <laughs> High school Wait. sweethearts. Let's mention that um, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um we <gasps> didn't we didn't have sex until our wedding night. Oh my god. Yeah. I didn't oh know. Oh my that. god. Oh yeah, my God. they're good Christians. Wait a minute. Okay, <laughs> now I'm going to need you to back the fuck up. Yeah. So as he says, they're good Christians. Please back up. Yeah. Um, oh. Nicely. Um, uh, okay. yeah, <laughs> so back then you met. How old were you? 18. Or yeah, well, um, we met when we were 16. 16 we didn't date till we were 18. Mm. So while you were in high school, you go to the same high school. Yes. Yeah. Garden okay. Grove. Garden Grove High School. There Shout out to the Trojans. Argonauts. Argonauts. Oh, fuck. Sorry. How dare you. Damn Trojans. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're letting Jason down, man. It's the same, it's the same <laughs> no. looking kind of guy. It's a golden fleece, buddy. He's a guy on a horse. No. Golden fleece. I don't know. Know. On a sheep? It's like a ram. A sheep, yeah, ram yeah. or something. Okay. Yeah. Um. So you guys, so you knew them. Yeah. 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 That's really cute. Corey, Corey, Corey was in another band. In band. No, in another band we that played, made fun of my band. We Aww. played with the Because we were punk. Punk. <laughs> You well, make fun of everyone. We you also we went to the same. All three of us went to the same middle school. Yeah, oh, we did. Wow. Oh, you guys but, went to Ralston? Yes. Oh, I didn't remember that part. Yeah, I didn't know out, you then. Though. Yeah, you were with, you hung out with. David I didn't have, no, I didn't stuff, have right? any friends. I but Chip was your friend. I with David then. Uh, but I, I wasn't allowed to hang out with him and the cool kids, really. He didn't tell me I wasn't allowed to, but I just... Oh, it was, yeah. Like a social I thing. was a loner. Yeah, let's not talk about middle school, please. <laughs> <laughs> High school was a way better experience. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Yeah, it's funny. It's like Corey and I, we were in a band for like a minute together. Castaic. Yeah. Yep. We played one show together. I knew that was good. But that was, was the only times. time we've ever like played music together, like in a band. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Okay, so you guys went to the same high school. Same did you, circles. Did you date anybody in high school? No, I've actually only ever had one boyfriend in my life. Okay, oh. have you have you ever kissed anyone else? No. Oh my God. <laughs> so this is the exact thing I talked about my brother with. He <laughs> married his high school sweetheart, his first hand-holding, his yep. first, like, kiss on the cheek his first date everything was with his wife my sister-in-law and they Pretty have two the kids yeah and okay so <laughs> did you date anybody yes oh my yes. god Play you absolutely you dated more than i did yeah, yeah. I, was, I was kind of a kind of a whore as you would call it <laughs> you weren't though that's a horrible word yeah. horrible <laughs> word um did you kiss anybody else yeah okay 100 percent. but you didn't have sex with anybody else yes no I he did. did yeah oh you did mm -hmm. you did yeah Oh my God, I'm so fascinated. Can I ask questions? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. This is so, what I have to deal with on a weekly basis. How old were you when you hit your first home run? That's what we call losing your virginity because virginity is a fucking construct and it's not real. 16? 16. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh my God. And then you met at 18. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, they met. Oh, you dated. Well, we met at 16. You dated at 18. Yeah, we met at Did 16. Did you have a problem? With the fact that he wasn't a virgin and you were? No. Okay. That, I don't know. Did it come up? I mean, yeah. Phrasing. Well, okay. <laughs> we also were friends before we dated. So yeah. So you knew. So, and I was honest like, with he you. was, I knew about his dating, his sex, all that stuff before we even dated. Okay. So you knew that you made conscious, so you were fine with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Were you freaked out? Freaked out by what? The fact that she was a virgin. No, not at all. Okay. Because I, like, for me, being the type of like person I am, like just I I like listened to what you know she wanted, and I said okay, well I'm gonna you know be cognizant of her experience, and I think part of what you said was like 
you know, I don't want that. We had talked about these things even yeah. when we were friends and yeah. she's like, no, I haven't. And I don't really want to. I was like, that's fine. Like, whatever. Okay. But we didn't know we were really going to start dating. Like, I think we started to like each other at one point well, or we another. Because we were the types of friends that talked to each other about our crushes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you guys kind of already had a little insight into each other's kind of love brain. Yeah. yeah. So you already sort of knew some things that uh, that you have to discover about yeah. a person when you date them. Yeah. And yeah. I okay. knew and I knew that I like go like going back to like, you know, my um like when I was active and everything, mm-hmm. like I knew that it was kind of unhealthy. Okay. Um my view on sex and things like that was kind of unhealthy, so I knew that like I had to shift my perspective. Like, so did you shift it because of Liz, or did you shift it before you met or d- started dating Liz? Like right before, I would say. So I was it wasn't like, because like she was. You were like, oh, cool. This is a way that I can kind of like. If I'm going to use the example of, you know, I kind of always wanted to be a vegetarian, but then I dated a vegetarian, so I turned into a vegetarian. Like I needed that push. Or were yeah. you like, I'm I made a mis- I made a lot of mistakes, and it led me to like reflect and say, you okay. know what? Like I got to I have to like. I have to respect and listen because when, when you're 17, 18, when so you're, give you yeah. Props, man. yeah, when yeah. you're a 17, 16 year yeah. old or 17 year old and like you've experienced that, you're not ready for it. Your mind no. isn't ready for it yeah. and you're developmentally not there. And nope. as a uh, male, you have to really own that. And I didn't like, I wasn't ready for that. And I was you know, it was it was unhealthy. So like my view of sex. You and say like, unhealthy. I, I mean, are you having sex with multiple partners? No, 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 okay. no, no. Just constantly like feeling like you need it as like a like a 16 year old. Hand jobs boy, on the harbor. Right? <laughs> Hand jobs on How do you harbor. think he's paying the bills? And so then I said, you know what? Like I, I like my view of like that was when I had my reflection of like how I view the fe- like a female like uh-huh. they're not you have to switch your perspective right. of being like a misogynist yeah. to being a better person and i think that that experience and those mistakes i made like led me to be like okay well this girl is super special and i know i have to change yeah. if i want to be with somebody that's like this caliber of human being because she was like she's really smart she was driven she was in like ap classes she like had all this stuff like Listen tracked. To the same music she was as in you, cross country, listen, yeah. like all of that stuff, and was Confidence. so smart. Yeah, you lucked out, bud. <laughs> and so I was like, you <laughs> know what? Were those other girls in my uh, grade that were like Liz. <laughs> yeah, and then I was just like, you know what? Like I, I really do have to change. So like, become a better person. So like, I, um, I, I adjusted my mindset, and I think that it didn't freak me out because I knew that I was going to become a better person, but just by like. Number one, being her friend, and two, like cooling it on like always, like the physical thing. Yeah. Like I don't need that right now. I need somebody I can talk to and learn from, and then from there, you know, it were, obviously. Were you freaked out? Uh, no, I don't okay. know. We we both. I. Why did you remain abstinent? Yeah. So okay, that is kind of goes into the fertility thing in a way. Um, that's interesting. Is that I wasn't Christian when I met Corey. Okay. So it wasn't a Christian thing. Okay. I pretty much convinced myself that if I had sex, I would immediately get pregnant. <laughs> so um, oh. so uh, it was more of that. And Corey mentioned the driven thing. I just, I, I'm 
very Leslie know in that I had my plan of everything. Uh-huh. I was going to graduate high school, go to this college, get this degree, do this. And I wouldn't start a family until I was ready. So I was like, I'm not having sex until I know that that's again. You're like <laughs> 16 having this. Yeah, thought. she's. Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean what? by cal- different caliber. Of I know 36 year olds who don't have a plan. Yeah. Like, yeah. bravo. <laughs> My God, that's amazing. So, but you didn't even date. So like you could have just remained abstinent. Like yeah. why not date and kiss somebody? Why not date and like masturbate? So, why not date and, um, you know? I never really got asked out. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. Like I just, I wasn't, oh, I wasn't closed off to dating. I just... Just kind of never happened. It just never happened. Because I guarantee until, you... <laughs> until, let me add, until... I came in the picture. You had a couple suitors. You cannot lie about that. You probably did and didn't realize it, but 16-year-old boys looking at someone who's got their life planned and ready to go, that's a lot. They were probably terrified. I did have have a lot of male friends in high school. Yeah. And I had a lot of them that were really open. Who all probably had crushes. (laughs) Well, well, I was going to say, they were all very open. And I I had one of my friends um, told me, like, it because it, I once asked him like is there something wrong with me like what do you think it is and he's like oh. no you're intimidating um, yeah yeah same guy that asked you out too no. or it said like the, I was like, on my Anthony okay yeah 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 Anthony said I'm I'm super intimidating and then in my yearbook um my senior year when I had people sign it I had oh, some people I had some people that wrote in there like I always thought you were cute um or like I asked your friend about you but she said that you're a goody two shoes. <laughs> That's yeah. in your yearbook? Yes, that's in my yearbook. <laughs> what the fuck? They had like conversations. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh my word. Okay, so you guys started dating when you were 18. Yeah. And you guys still in high school or was this after high school? In high school. Okay. Um, so well, when we started dating? Technically, yeah. Corey was 17. I'm four months older. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I'm three weeks older yes. than my husband, so we can talk cougar yes. stories later. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, when we started dating, I had just turned 18. Okay. Uh, Two days before. Okay. And then the conversation about um, I don't want to have sex until our wedding night. Well, she didn't say it that way. She said, like, you know, let's I just... said it's it's a not something to be taken lightly. Yeah. 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 Oh, God, and yeah. I pretty much I never I don't think I straight up told you, like, I will not have sex until my wedding night. But I just said, like, I'm not in a rush. Well, and she made it. At this point, learning what I had learned from my previous, you know, like experiences, I was very, very cognizant of that and asked her every single time anything happened. Like, is this okay? Like, is this like, is this fine? Like, and not that we did a lot, even if it was just like a kiss, like you're okay with it. You're comfortable with this because I knew like. You got to be cognizant of all that. We also like, never held hands or kissed until he officially asked me out. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember your first kiss? Yeah. It was <laughs> oh awful. No, no. Tell me, please. Will you tell me? Yeah. It was awful, Corey? No. What did you do? I, I, <laughs> no. No, because I had never kissed anyone and oh, most okay. people kiss before they're 18. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, um, oh I, did, I just didn't know what have, to do. Oh, my God. I have butterflies. <laughs> it tell is. Me, yeah. Tell me about it. I want to know where um, you were. What were you wearing? What was playing in the background? Was it nighttime? So, uh, because we were friends, I used to go to his house all the time after school, and we would hang out in his bedroom. Oh my god, my butterflies! But listen we to music we literally just listened to music. Hung out, like talked. we did not do what no you cell think, phones back then, kids. What we no. did, yeah, what we were doing. So, um, 
we were just kind of hanging out in his bed and it was after he'd asked me out I'm really um, <laughs> um, same and, day okay I'm gonna make fun of Corey because he tried to be all sly Actually, wait yes, he, quite lame was yeah. it the same day that he no, asked you out it was I think a day later okay I think I can up you on the uh, cheesiness on one of my first kisses. <laughs> this is pretty cheesy. It's Wait, really I'm cheesy. Okay. I'm excited. So Corey had a lip ring at the time. And he's like, oh, did. my lip ring's bothering me. I, I don't know. There might be an infection or something. He's like, sometimes mouthwash helps. So he's like, I'll be back. That and he went to the bathroom <laughs> to mouthwash. <laughs> and then came back. And then I think. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Did, did you know? You didn't have to add the mouthwash. Thing. I know. Like, you could just well, be like, hey, but, I'm going to go to the bathroom. But also, but also, what dummy says, I might have an infection <laughs> on my mouth. weird. Yeah. <laughs> I have an infection like, in my I, mouth. I, you want to make out? But, like, I knew. Because, like, as I remember before he got up, we were talking and he kept looking at my lips. Oh, God. Oh, my God. My stomach. Yeah. Oh, my God. Every girl <laughs> so like, right I'm now with you, man. is yeah. remembering their first kiss. Yeah. So, Did you, so were you nervous? I mean, I, I had a feeling he was going to kiss me, but see, the I'm nervous for <laughs> even you. though I knew it was coming, I didn't know what to do. So I kind of just, even though like, I wanted to kiss him, I like pursed my lips. Oh, gosh. And I didn't like really kiss back. I just let him kiss me. And I kind of like looked <laughs> and at And then her, like, he uh... didn't know what to do because oh I God. wasn't kissing back. So it's kind of like, <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> oh, and that was our but first the, kiss. You know, with anything, like even later, like with with like trying different things with each other, like holding hands and things like that. And um, later on, like in your sex life, like I, I told her, okay, well, like that's our first time kissing. Like, obviously we're not like, you know, perfect at it. And I didn't like pressure her he into like, let's bad. keep kissing. Oh, wow, you suck. Like <laughs> first time, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was, wait. I, was I, I, I got, I got yeah. two funny ones. The first time I made, made out with Nikki Gilbert, uh, she knew what she was doing. And... Uh, I told her it felt like I was at the dentist because her tongue was like, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, was, no. And she's like, oh, thanks. And I didn't know what to say. But the, one of the other cheesy ones, first time I ever kissed uh, Ammo, Amaret, we were kind of hanging out and we we're in my car and I was like dropping her off. And I should have just done it in the car. And she got out and she was walking up to her car, her house. And I was like, yeah, I I ran up. I was like, hey, come here. And I just took her. Oh, God, that is really cheesy. It is cheesy, but it's also like, as a guy, you think that's romantic. I I know. No, it's fine. I get it. I I told you it was cheesy. No, 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 no. I get it. But I've had I've had guys do that to me. And I was like, I'm like immediately go. okay. (laughs) But every girl is different and some yeah, girls want to be grabbed and oh you guys here, love beautiful. the fucking notebook and i try I, to take <laughs> the playbook from the notebook kind of shit i don't, don't take getting dating advice from movies i'm i'm more of a straight shooter <laughs> but that's like what i watch <laughs> when some when somebody right? when but kevin doesn't ever like demand give me a kiss but like when yeah. no but like I, I guess I'm a different kind of human being. Uh, uh, we have a whole podcast about my first kiss, so we don't have to go mm-hmm. get into it because yeah, we have an entire podcast about stuff. it. Yes. But, um, you guys got married. No, wait, I was shut there. up. Oh. Shut up. I'm so excited. I want to know about this. Okay, <laughs> tell me about your wedding night. Uh, what did I just say? <laughs> Actually, funny enough. It, I guess technically wait, it was after midnight. Wait, I have to ask a question. Have you had, had you had an orgasm before your wedding night? Yes. Oh, God, okay. <laughs> okay. So... Okay. Did you just have a orgasm? Jesus Christ. Oh my God. I so, was so nervous. The, um, 
So I mentioned that I wasn't Christian before I got married, but then when we were dating, I started going to church with him, became a Christian. Okay. And, then you, and then you find out <laughs> that you can do like 99.9% of everything up to that point and still say you're a virgin. Okay, correct. Correct. I so I basically you guess. got to third base. We got to everything before. Okay. <laughs> Anal? No. No. Okay, okay. Well, you said everything. Sorry, not everything. That's, that's where I was like, whoa, stop. No. I was like, wow. Um, the, um, when it came to the wedding night, like, we, we, you know, we knew each other. We knew, I like. Saying, I want to say you guys had a great wedding. I was there. It was a good yeah, one. Yeah, we, we had, had a good, good wedding, wedding too. Where'd you get like, married? Uh, our, our church, Living Spring. One right by my, my house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Where was your reception? Um, community community center because okay. we were broke. Is that the one so. okay, yeah. across the street from Garden Grove High School? Garden Grove High School. Oh, that's, that's why, another yeah. reason why we chose it because it's kind of like, well, it's across right the street from our high school. Yeah. That's where we met. Where we met. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, where my, me? that's my mom and my first, my dad, my first dad, my dad <laughs> had their reception. Oh, that's awesome. And yeah, they did it because they were broke too. My dad had an in with some guy that was your first there. dad. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> it was it was nice. It was really nice. We we had a really good wedding. Great time. Wait, how did you propose? Um, good question. So. <laughs> Again, I I was like a youth leader at this point at Living Springs, so I did like the youth group. I keep thinking you're gonna say Living Space. At Living Spring, yeah, <laughs> Living Spaces Church, um, <laughs> Church of the Mattress. Um, no, we uh, we we we'd known each other at Living Spring, like really gotten to like grow together as a couple at Living Spring as like you know the Christian couple thing and everything everything like that. And so then um, I'm like, why not? Asked her to marry me there. Nice. So I had them let us borrow the youth room. And then um, I set up like a picnic blanket and like made food, which I, no, I had somebody yeah. help me make yeah. food because <laughs> I suck at cooking. Um, and we, I, I set up like a whole, you know, picnic thing. You had like thing. candles. I, had can I lined up like rose candles petals, leading the up whole to thing. rose petals. And then like, I was like, okay, like, I it was my birthday actually and I was like oh like hey I want to go out for my birthday or whatever but I have a surprise for you and I think you probably initially expected me to propose you did but no no I had no idea you're gonna propose. okay so uh, I had a ring. but some context I was really really stressed at school that week yeah. because I had a bunch of projects due and my group members were terrible you were like, in college at this yeah, point yeah we okay. were in college okay um both becoming teachers by yes. the way yeah yeah you guys are so fucking cute <laughs> so um we kind of had been like fighting that week oh so no. that's kind of how he was able to be like hey it's i know it's my birthday but like i want to make it up to you because i haven't really been patient with you with your classmates and all that yeah. Um, so that's why I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I didn't think anything of it. Okay. So and I took her to blindfolded. Yes. I'm on blind. She hated that. And I, I was like, I'm gonna blindfold you. I hate surprises. Yeah. Oh God. So then so I was like, okay, yeah. She's like, are we at the church? Like you? I did. It? Yeah. And I was like, no, no, no. Actually, we're somewhere where there's a lot of water, so you need to be careful. Like we're, <laughs> we're at. She's like, are we at the beach? And she's like, I can hear the no. The, I said, once he said, we're near water, I swear I smelled water. Yeah, like, like she's like a smell. And I was like, oh, yeah, I smell it. <laughs> Fucked with her mind. Man. Yeah. <laughs> so I Take took, away one sense and heighten yeah. the others. So yeah. I, took her, I took her to the, like, uh, like, the door of the youth room, and then I opened it, and then I kind of, like, had you step inside. Yeah. And then my friends were there, like, uh, they wanted finishing to take pictures touches, and of. stuff, finishing touches and all that. And then, like... I played the up song because it was like really, which ended up being more freaking 
more uh what do you call um, it we could relate to it more to than we realized yeah at that time. like that movie actually ended up becoming kind of like really relevant to our story but um i played this the married life song this oh. song in the beginning <laughs> yeah yeah, this yeah, song. One. So I played this, and I'm like, okay, I'm buying. Uh, what were you thinking at this time? I always ask you this, but did you have a feeling once at you, that once point? Once I heard the song, I was like, okay, I think oh I know what's God. happening. So then, I'm totally gonna cry. So then, yeah, <laughs> oh go walk, walk down the thing. I was standing, but I left her at the door. I was standing at like the picnic thing. Sorry, that little plosive there. Uh, <laughs> Watch those. Oh, don't, don't, touch, don't touch the cords. Uh, no, yeah. it's not the cords. Oh, okay. Um, oh, up okay. To, up, Your peas. I was standing up at the um, the picnic blink. <laughs> I just said it again. Picnic <laughs> blink. I know, it's just... <laughs> um, and then, so blanket. I was standing there, and then she walked up, and, um, you know, I, I was like... You can take I, off your blindfold. You I take think. off your blindfold. You took off your blindfold. And then and there was like there was candles a path of and candles. Yeah. Were all your friends still there? No. <sighs> By that point, they'd slipped out the back door. But oh. then they were all, they told us later, listening. We were all listening. <laughs> so I like got down my knee and I don't think I said, will you marry me? I said like, will you make me like uh yeah just some, something some, yeah some happiest thing. guy i don't know yeah what he said and i don't even know if you actually yeah actually asked me but i was just yeah like, yeah oh, so, <laughs> so this then, is not real this is all fake <laughs> <laughs> she was like yes but markedly at this point you had told me we're not getting married before we're done with college oh yeah we're there's, like, a little, two there's a little there's a little context there too he, um, Corey had been trying to marry me since we were 20. Yeah. <laughs> we, we got married when we were 24. And he kept saying. 23. Yeah. I was 23 oh, yeah. or 24. Because you're a baby. <laughs> yeah. So we he, were young. Like he, I remember when we were 20, he's like, let's go look at rings. And I was like, we're not getting married right now. So why? And it just, every year he'd bring it up and bring it up. So then at one point he said, realistically, when do you think we'll get married? And then I said, when I'm 24. And then he yeah. said, I bet I could get you married sooner. Ooh. And then he proposed two years before when I wanted to get married. Yeah. So I told him, like, oh, okay, well, we're going to be engaged for two years then. I was engaged for two years, yeah. too. And we, <laughs> it was great. And we ended yep. up being yeah, engaged. Yeah. Okay. So I have a question. Uh, your proposal, was it anything based on the office? No. Because it's kind of, I don't know if it lined up with uh, Michael leaving. Because that's how we he proposed to Holly. Actually all the candles and stuff. I don't know about you, but I don't. We didn't. I didn't start watching The Office until after we got married. Yeah, me too, a little bit. But it, yeah. it was like yeah. around when I graduated. It was like in its height, so 2005. I, I was just curious. I, yeah, Maybe, it was very, I don't know. Well, then I good good on you. You were in the same vein as Michael Scott or yeah. his, his marriage uh, committee. And I know. think I feel like the same way about her. Like Michael Scott feels about. Holly's kind of dumb about it. And you didn't, have, and <laughs> like, you didn't set the smoke alarms off, right? <laughs> no, no, okay, no, 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 no. Good, good job. So, guys got married. All right, wedding night. Wedding night. Yeah. Um, what was the, yeah, what well, was the plan? Was not so, about I know. Well. It was after midnight because um, if Corey doesn't eat, he gets migraines. Yeah. And He has one today. Yes, he has one We're today. We're nervous. And, and on... A, for listeners, if you're married or not, I don't know. Something that a lot of people don't know is that you get the butterflies all day and you can't really eat. Well, there's never time to eat. Yeah, either, and that's you're too. being pulled yeah. hither and yon. So at, at that evening, we tried eating, but we just couldn't get yeah. ourselves to eat. And so you're much busy. adrenaline. Yeah, yeah so exactly. It's the adrenaline. adrenaline. Yeah. So then um, once we finally left, we got in the car and that's when we realized, like, oh, man, we're starving. Um, yeah. But Corey had already had a migraine and then we got lost. We got well, we, kind of, we got lost because um, our hotel was in Laguna, Laguna. Beach and 
it's like a there's like only one way to get to yeah, that PCH. hotel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was blocked off like a semi truck had like rolled over. Yeah. Oh. So <laughs> we um sorry <laughs> I don't know if that was me. Um, we had to we go had all to the do way around. A U-turn. Oh my God! You had yeah. to go all the way down yeah. back, yeah. back, back down PCH to the 133. Yes. Come down yeah. the 133 yes. and come back up. Yep. <sighs> so then that's by, like an hour and a half. By that time, it was a long. Um, it was really late, and Corey's migraine had gotten worse. I was like, I so, can't even like stand. Yeah. Pretty much, so. so we got, neither could your yeah. dick. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so like we got to the room and it was just like you need to eat something. Oh. So he ate. Phrasing. And then, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, so he ate and then after that like took a pill and took a nap basically. All right. Both of us. We yeah. were both exhausted. We both yeah though. like took a little nap. Yeah. But then it was kind of like we waited this long. Like, I'm not gonna wait till like the morning. Right. Yeah. yeah. So then it was like 2 a.m. or something. Wasn't awkward or anything. Well, yeah. Because yeah. Had you already like, seen each other you, naked. Well. Not no, not like head no. to toe, Whoa! but in parts. <laughs> well, no, and then also like, it wasn't awkward at all. It was just kind of organic. Like, okay, cool, like Aww. ready to go. But um, great word. Also, it was it like it wasn't as like we weren't as like hyped up or nervous about it. Like we just like okay, cool. It's the next step. Mm-hmm. Like. Like every part of our relationship, we talked about it before. Sure. It actually, this like wasn't the happened, first time you, know? you had talked about what would happen yeah. when Peen goes to Veen. Yeah. Yes. Like, <laughs> you were very aware of the process. Yeah. yeah. Had you watched instructional videos? Yeah. Or oh, dude, uh, tons of. No, I, I didn't. I did. I, AKA porn. Yeah. Porn <laughs> right. is an expert. I, I had. I, um, I read like a book that was like recommended by like some friends at church and stuff like That's that. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So was it good? The book or no, no the sex. <laughs> Uh, it was late and we were sleepy. So okay. meh. So but, meh. Yeah. But like with anything, like you, when you get used to each other, when you grow, when you practice, those I types don't of remember things, the first better, time I yeah. had sex with my husband. I don't. Yeah. I love you, honey, but I literally yeah. couldn't tell you when I first had sex I, with him. I do, but it like it was so like just normal, like yeah, whatever. Like it, it wasn't. It wasn't like bad. I think we both anything. disagreed. Like okay, well. It'll get better. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. And it does when yeah. you get and to know totally each other. Does. Yeah. And yeah. you listen to each other. Do you remember the... Okay, so that's an interesting... Okay, so I almost just asked you the worst fucking question ever. Mm. <laughs> I almost just said, do you remember the moment you had sex that got you pregnant? And then oh, I figured... Yeah. I was like, wow, yeah. dickhead. Yeah. Well, no, they don't because yeah. no. Because the egg and the sperm well, ha- listen well, to. Let me rephrase it. Well, when was the first time you guys were considering having a kid? And you guys tried it was, the old-fashioned um, way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh again. Didn't, um, didn't go to doctors. You were like, let's have a kid. Let's go to the bedroom. Let's try it for a while. Well, um, no, it started with because I'd been on birth control all those years before we started trying. Mm-hmm. So then it was just like, uh, I I had just finished my period and like. I had my new pack ready to go and like, am I taking this pack or not? And then we, we decided, talked about it. Yeah, uh-huh. And we decided try. not to start that pack. Okay. And then you had, and then you had sex for a year and nothing yep. happened. At mm-hmm. what point in that year did you realize this sucks? Well, so I, you did all the ovulation kits and like knew when you were quite, ovulating. I didn't do that quite yet. What happened was, um, because I had been on birth control, I thought that I had a normal period. Oh yeah. You have to wait like three months um, before you. Yeah. Well, um, I'm, I actually have PCOS. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Oh, no. Because my birth control had masked it. 
polycystic ovarian syndrome yes. for those who don't know um, I was going to have somebody come on the show and talk about it at some point yeah. um, so now I have someone thank yeah. you um, polycystic ovarian syndrome affects a lot of women and they actually don't realize it until they stop their birth yep. control because birth control can help modulate the symptoms and the pain yes. from PCOS and so you had it without realizing it mm-hmm. and when you stopped your birth control that must have been fucking painful yeah well Fortunately for me, because um, one thing I've learned about PCOS is it's it's like on a spectrum. Okay. It's not just like you have PCOS and it's identical to this other woman with PCOS. Okay. Everyone's is different. Okay. So a lot of times with PCOS, weight gain is a common symptom, which yep. doesn't affect me. Great. Um, for you. But mine, the, like m- my thing is I do have hormone issues and I do have cysts. Mm. I have lots and lots of cysts in my ovaries. I have had a cyst rupture twice. Uh, Once it sent me to the emergency room, I thought I was having my appendix rupture. Have you ever had one rupture? I have not had one rupture. I thought thought it was my appendix, and so did the emergency room doctor. They actually set up an OR for me and then did an MRI, and they were like, your appendix is beautiful. However, you just had a golf ball size uh, cyst rupture, and I'm like, Cool, oh, wow. man. Hey, Corey, how about those angels this year? What do you, what do you think? How they gonna, yeah. Sorry, I didn't know. This is a lady talk. Sorry. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, I don't know, man. No, this is informative. Like, yeah. guys don't hear this stuff. No, it yeah. hurt, hurt like a bitch. Yeah, so sure. I understand the cyst issue. I didn't realize that's part of... Um, <clears throat> that, that would be... Dude, yeah. imagine having cysts on your balls. That rupture? <laughs> well, that would be... I mean, sure that's a thing, huh? Cancer, right? That would yeah. be cancer. Yeah. Um, I don't think so it's a thing. I um, Or, well... I'll get into that later. Okay. When, when we and talk about cysts, fuck cysts. So like the first month that we tried, I didn't get a period when I usually get it. So I was like, ooh, maybe we got pregnant right away. Shit. And I took the pregnancy test and it was negative. And I'm like, oh, I'll take it again in a week. And then I didn't get my period. And then I noticed I'd skipped that period. And then it went two months, no period. Then oh, it no. went three months, <gasps> no period. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Shit, something's wrong. Yeah. So then that's when I started thinking like, uh oh, something's up. I I should probably have a period by now. Um, so then I went to the doctor to get that checked out and then it was just like, oh, take these pills and then come back in three months. What so pills were it, they? Um, I'm forgetting what it's called. I don't remember at the top of my head. But what I were was, they for? It was to regulate my hormones. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, oh. oh, okay. And Airborne? Hmm. <laughs> some pill I don't know some <laughs> prescription medication that I had to take. I'm forgetting what it's called right now. That's fine. Um, but um, so I took that, and then I think it ended up taking about six months before I actually got a period. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. So and it was still a um, uh, an artificial period, technically, right? Because uh, they I guess, fucked yeah. with your hormones, or, or like 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 chemically induced. Yeah. I guess. It wasn't mm. like natural. Yeah. Um, so you didn't drop an egg. Yes. Yeah, so that's something that I discovered is that <sighs> yeah. What uh, I I don't ovulate. So your naturally. eggs are just hanging out in yes. your o- in your ovaries. Yep. Dude, they're just they chilling are. up in yep. there. My I, how many I, eggs you have in there? I have a lot. Wow. Yeah. Do they, you ever think about donating them? Uh, I have. Yeah, but um, which, I guess I haven't thought of which we can later, also get yes. into. Let's get this baby one. out first. But, then but, we'll talk but about um, <laughs> when I had my first like transvaginal ultrasound uh-huh. to discover that I had PCOS, I remember the the person, the doctor commenting, she's like, you are full of eggs. You're like the Easter bunny. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my God. Eggs, so yeah. I just, I have all these eggs that just have never been released. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, and then, um, but anyway, um, I guess I had mentioned earlier that I kind of wanted to talk about the difference with the male and female yes. getting checked out. So um, even though we were trying, I was actually worried about my health. 
Yeah. Because okay. I was wondering, like, I should probably get a period, and this probably isn't healthy. Okay. So when I went in, I went to the doctor to focus on my health. I was afraid that I had a tumor uh-huh. or I had something seriously wrong, but they immediately referred me to reproductive services. And I said, okay, it's coincidental that we're trying, but that's not my focus right now. Yeah. I want to make sure that I'm good. Yeah. Because I was referred to reproductive with my insurance, it's only 50% covered. <sighs> No. And it's like, so if I have cancer in my reproductive organs, it's automatically a reproductive issue. A reproductive issue that I only I have only get coverage fifty percent. Oh yeah, it yeah. is. It's ridiculous. And then uh Corey has had uh at times when he's had like scares where he thinks he has like testicular cancer or something yeah. like that. Hundred percent coverage. Yeah. Okay. So, so I'm back on. All right. Nails are back. Or, yeah. So we're getting into the cost Ooh. issue, and I already want to just tell the listener right now: treatments for infertility can range from five thousand to seventy-three thousand dollars, and an estimated eighty-five percent of IVF costs are typically paid out of pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, kind of to like stay on the same timeline, like you this whole time had gone to get your, you know, you got, you, I wanted to make sure I wasn't dying. You're diagnosed with PCOS. Yeah. Then, you know, I decided, okay, well, since we have that answer and we know that the reason she's not ovulating is because of PCOS, I wanted to get checked because I'd never been checked. I've never given like a sperm sample or anything like sure. that. Sure. So, I went in to <laughs> accept in a sock. Sorry. Yeah, seriously, I w- all those wasted years. Um, so I go into, um, I went into the doctor and I said, "Well, number one, I'm feeling something in my like left testicle or whatever." But were you like, "I what I am like I'm I felt like I was like felt." Something Is this part bumpy. of your hypochondria? Or? No, no, well, somewhat. But I know it felt different okay. than my right. Okay, testicle. so at the like, same time that she's getting diagnosed with PCOS, there? you go in and say, "Yeah, can you check out uh, this mass?" Yeah, I'm like, "What is this?" And then my doctor's like, "Oh, it's not. Don't worry about it. It's not a lump. It's it. I get what you mean. It what it feels like. It, um, it feels like like a bag of worms, almost kind of deal. And what it is is it's actually varicose veins in your. It's called a varicocele." So wow. it's like you're you get varicose veins behind your like testicle uh-huh. and it um it like cuts off like a lot of the blood circulation yeah. and it well like, I'm sure a lot of blood is diverted to those veins. Yeah, it restricts like wow. the you know, the sperm from coming and out as well. I don't know if it was your case, but I know sometimes it can affect the temperature. I guess if that yeah, makes sense. Makes oh, wow. Overheat. Yeah. Overheat and, and you know that affects sperm production. I was going to say later on that yeah. some of male infertility issues are because of heat. They yes. say if you get into um, a jacuzzi or a sauna on yeah, a regular it's basis, bad. Yeah. it's terrible. And you can cook those little fuckers. Yeah. And so you need to stay, if you're trying to get pregnant. I had a friend once that we went to Mexico and they were yeah. having fertility issues. And uh, he wasn't allowed to get in the jacuzzi mm-hmm. with yeah. us. And we were all like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> what is going on? You can't. I didn't realize he couldn't for three months get into anything over like 60. To, like he had mm-hmm. to take cold showers. Yeah. Even. Yeah. And so I was worried. I've been, but I've had this since I was, 
to like 12. I felt this thing. Mm-hmm. And then like every doctor was like, it's nothing. It's nothing. But I'm like, finally want answers. So I had to get an ultrasound. They got ultrasound. They're like, yeah, it's it's a varicocele. It's like also hundred percent coverage, although it affects yeah. his reproductive organs. I know fuck? it's it's ridiculous that like is that your I union can, or is that government? It's gov. It's it's just the way Kaiser the way it is, yeah. does it, and, and any med- any any medical. Yeah. yeah. Well, you should have your union look at that then. I'm, that's fucked up. Well, I don't yeah. think it's I don't think it's something like our well, our health insurance could really do anything about. It's something that needs to be fixed from like the top yeah. down, like government. Wait a second. Like, okay. Wait a second. Wait a second. She doesn't drop eggs. So she on her own would have never been able to get pregnant yes. naturally. Yeah. Is this is this mm. correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Correct. You have varicose I have varicose veins and on top of that I they they sent me to a urologist to okay. like I got all these blood tests with like hormones and stuff and they're like uh they checked like a it's called like a hormone canceling thing okay. I don't know what it is deletion. but it deletion yeah. it deletes the y the some one of the chromosome it deletes chromosomes I got checked for all of these things and they're like none of that but they checked my sperm count and it's below a million and oh if my you, god if you know yeah. what a natural is is two to five million y- yeah. no it's actually more than that 30, no way. 30 million is like average like i know i know that i've the doctor even said some people up to 70 million get and i have less than a million like out of so you just schooled the sex ed <laughs> yeah guru. so my my count was below a million like wow. he was like i can't really give you Producer, a number do math <laughs> what percentage is that 32.567 no no do actual <laughs> math <laughs> from what from 70 from 70 million wouldn't it be point I'll, do, like, I'll do 50 yeah. 50 million down to less than a million. Because I that? know people who've gotten tested and they're like, yeah, like 75 so million. separately, if you guys would have married other individuals, never, you would never, never have would gotten. Have. So our, it's our like 5%, our, right? My urologist. It's like 5%. 50 million? Yeah. Under 1 million? Yeah. So less than 5%. Yeah. My urologist basically told me, like, with you and your wife's, like, because I told him a little bit. I was like... I'll be open like my wife is ha- like has PCOS and stuff like that. And he was like, well, with you telling me that and these numbers, like there's no way you will have a child like ever without with, assistance. Without what ass- the fuck? And he's yeah. like, even with assistance, it's a long shot. So yeah. like, 30% of infertility cases can be attributed solely to the female. 30% can be attributed solely to the male. And then a third, another 30% is a combination of both partners. Yeah. So you guys fall into, fall that. into yeah. that one. But did they check your uterus to make sure that it was like, oh, mm-hmm. like you oh, have a happy, you. you have a happy oven? Yes. So that, um, I found out that I have like the perfect uterus. Oh, fuck. The perfect cervix. They kept saying textbook, textbook. Wow. So like they he um the analogy my fertility doctor used was that I have the top of the line best computer on the market with like Windows 95. I like the oven. <laughs> yeah. I like the oven thing though. Yeah. The metaphor better. Yeah. That's but, but they, amazing. You can still do like the touchscreen keypad. A lot of yeah. these ovens probably yeah. have like <laughs> so you Surrey had, in them or totally. my software was bad, but every like I'm every, I'm display. meant my body is yeah. meant that, to like carry a baby well. Okay. So then you guys decide to start doing and you and now you've narrowed it down to what you need. Well, yeah. you had good sperm. You, you just didn't have yeah, that. Yes, you're them. right. Because I have there's very healthy there's sperm. Um, yeah. criteria for sperm um what they check Motility. for is motility morphology and, and 
um, mobility? number, number, oh. and number. Oh, okay. So Corey's number was awful, like the worst. Yeah, but my motility. Oh, but, was, take a guy down. But, <laughs> take when he's down. But my motility but, was good, and, and morphology, my morphology was great. Which, was great. Okay, if listeners don't know what that is, uh, motility is the movement, and so morphology is the shape. Okay. Yeah. So okay. So your sperm are healthy. The chromosomes are there. Yeah. You don't. You're not. Your sperm aren't disfigured mm, or no, anything. And your eggs are great. They just can't get to yes. where they need to go. Yeah. So then they take your. Okay. So I want. Uh, can I get, cut cut in uh, the timeline wise? This is about a year ago, right? When uh, no, when no, 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 we didn't. When you're told we we no. ch- we, we tried s- for three years. Okay. Two, honey. Two. <laughs> yeah. Almost three. Uh, right. We started trying um, August of 2018. Okay, think, and when, we started when trying, was your first appointment with a fertility a doctor? Gotcha. That would have been, I think, around October 2019. Okay, so not as long. I thought I was yeah. thinking three, but it was, it was like more a year like and a half. Because you're counting, you're like counting me being pregnant as part of that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. So, but I just okay. wanted to say, like, there was a point where I, I remember because we were starting the podcast and I was seeing you a lot Fuck. that yeah. you guys were like beaten down because you were guys basically told you're never having kids. Yeah. yeah. Like you're never having. It's like unless you do IVF. Yeah. Or, we've sur- always or surrogacy. Kids, yeah. You could yeah. have done surrogacy too yes. had your uterus not and, been. And then you guys had talked about. I remember you guys had at least Corey. You talked to me that if that wasn't going to happen, you guys were going to look into adoption. And, yeah. yeah, adoption. You guys wanted kids no matter yeah, what. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we ever would have done like surrogacy. I think we like agreed kind of like we were well, going to do. No, actually, it's interesting because you don't realize what you'll do until you get to that point. Okay. Yeah. Because we um, uh, an option before IVF is IUI. And What's that? An IUI is intrauterine um, insemination. So, so they insemination. would take the egg, but it would have to have it's dropped a in your baster. Right. So it, um, yeah, I was like, they caught the tur- turkey baster. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I would have to have been able to ovulate. So yeah. that didn't work. That wouldn't have worked for us. Okay. Um, but IUI is a much less invasive and cheaper. So we were hoping maybe, maybe we can do IUI, but then we went to the fertility doctor. He's like, no, there's no way he was like, IUI will even work for you. He said, what you're going to do first is you're going to change your lifestyle. Yeah. Like, do all these he things. He put us on a diet. He recommended like this vitamins. drink to like up my sperm count and stuff like that. But, it wouldn't, but that. it wouldn't have mattered because you're not dropping eggs. Yeah. Right. But, but they, they still need some healthy. But still, I, I, yeah. some women have hormone issues when they have dietary changes and stuff like that. So, okay. so it was more like, we want to try to save you money. So let's just see. Let's just try a couple months to see okay. if maybe you, your body will regulate and your body will produce more sperm. And then we tried it and like, no. no. And both of you know. Change. And let me just can, before we get deeper into this, yeah. like because I've I've delved myself into the IVF community a lot as well. Mm-hmm. And for those listeners who have gone through IVF, um, we know the pain somewhat. But there are couples out there who have tried. They've had like seven cycles. They've done this for years and years and years. So like before we get to that, like. We do. We did struggle, but we also acknowledge that like our struggle is way different from people who have been trying. Yeah, and for it actually years. everything I looked at it yeah. says this isn't a this isn't a game changer for most people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the success rate for IVF is actually how how old are you? Just thirty three. You're thirty three. The success rate for women under the age of thirty five is forty percent. Mm-hmm. It's not. Success, yeah, a yes. successful, and and they're not just saying a successful implantation and a successful like 
attachment. And, yeah. They're saying give birth yeah. to a healthy live yeah. baby. Like yeah. it's only a 40% success rate and they don't give me like time, time frames. So mm-hmm. it's like we, we want to be sensitive yeah. to the listener who is still struggling with IVF for sure, or struggling to know what their fertility issues are. Um, and we also want to give a shout out to those people who tried IVF and it worked the first time yeah. and, mm-hmm. and shout out to you and your amazing, uh, ability to stay strong during that time. And, um, this is literally like Corey said br- brilliantly, this is, this is one story. Yeah. This isn't every mm-hmm. story, but it, but it's an interesting story because, had you, I mean, it's almost one of those, like, had, had you had sex or maybe had not, had you not been on birth control, would you have figured it out sooner? Or do you think the birth control caused the polycystic ovarian Mm -hmm. syndrome? Like, do you ever, which I don't think that, but I know that that's something some people believe. Um, I know I'd asked my doctor about that and it's like you, um, it's actually genetic. And, Uh, um, my mom actually said that she struggled getting pregnant. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, and she didn't say that until I had told her I was struggling. Right. So it's another it's, thing we don't talk about. Yeah, something we got it. Right? Yeah, we yeah, have to man. talk about. So, more. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I, I probably always had PCOS, and I just didn't just know didn't it. know it. Yeah. Um, and then prior to that, um, I mentioned I wasn't sexually active in high school. I was an athlete, and it's common oh, yeah, to absolutely. skip periods when you're an athlete because your body mass uh, the the amount of fat in your body determines whether or not you're going to have a period so a lot of women who have eating disorder issues don't have periods because they don't have enough body fat for their bodies to be like hey you should produce an egg Mm -hmm. like you need your body can't stand a pregnancy Mm -hmm. right now we're not going to give you an egg um so the, exactly, you miss a period, you don't realize it because you're an athlete, yeah. like you don't think about and it. And I never thought like, oh, I was pregnant or anything. Right, so. exactly, because you're not having <laughs> yeah. sex. Um, so we're gonna talk about how in vitro fertilization is done. There are five basic steps. So I'm gonna name the steps and mm-hmm. you tell me about your experience with that step, mm-hmm. okay? Fertility medications are prescribed to stimulate egg production. Did they have to do this for you? Yes. Well, Those are, and I was, so yeah, can, I think we're both gonna bring it up. Can so, we like a- Like a disclaimer kind, kind of? of a, I don't know what kind it is. Of, well, it's kind of- a, we did IVF, but we did something called ICSI, intracytoplasmic. Um, I think I had it. In something insemination. It is a more intense version of IVF. Why did you do that? Um, so it's. It, well, let me just say the name first. Intracytoplasmic sperm injection. Sperm injection. So you had mentioned that you uh, put the sperm in a petri dish and mm-hmm. they do their little Which dance is how and they whatever. Do IVF, yeah. Corey's number is so low that that wouldn't have worked. Oh fuck! Yeah, we wouldn't have had enough. Um, to, you but, know, sperm to be uh, able to work. But with, again, yeah. like go science. There, there is a way now to get an individual sperm. You need one, and put it in in like a syringe and inject it into the embryo. Yeah, into the, the into the, the oh, sorry, the into the, yeah. the yeah the follicle. Well, what's the difference between that and the other way then? The other way, they just put sperm in a dish with the egg in and the they, dish, and then the, 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 the sperm, sperm, sperm behind behind it. Yeah. Oh, they like naturally thought, meet. I always thought it was that's the way it was. That no, no. injecting the sperm directly always, into the yeah. egg. Mm-hmm. That's way deeper. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so that's what we had that to have done because his number was yeah. so low. Question that is killing and burning me yeah. right now, and I hope at least one listener agrees. Did you get to pick the egg, and did you get to pick the sperm? Oh, so it we. We used Corey's sperm. But did you so, get to pick out the sperm um, that you wanted? No. no. We didn't oh, do that. Um, so this kind of goes, you were starting the timeline. This is crazy though. So I, I had to have injections for stimulation. Even so though you one, already had eggs in there and they yes. could see them. 
Yes, because um, we want to make sure they're quality eggs. Okay, gotcha. And the, when I had a ton of eggs, but they weren't like ready to be dropped. They yet. weren't big enough. Yeah, they weren't big enough yet because there wasn't enough room in there. They have yet. to be an average. I think of like eighteen there's to twenty-four or something. There's like a certain that. measurement they need to like go by because meters. it's basically um, all women have eggs that are like semi-ready to go, and then every month you have one that fully develops and drops. So I had a bunch of semi-developed eggs. Okay, got it. So you're doing the injections like like in the belly. In the belly. <laughs> yeah. And, and so those are called um, intro or uh, not. Because uh, there's intramuscular and um, subcutaneous. Yes. Subcutaneous. So those are mm-hmm. subcutaneous. Correct. But so, let me in like going into this, it's terrifying the first night that you have to do it. And I want to tell like husbands out there men out there like when when you're or partners because partner, gay couples yes. do ivf and IUI pa- and oh yeah that. yes yes partners as well yeah any partners out there that you know you're you know yeah. your partner is gonna have to do the injections and stuff it's Ugh. best that you do it for them wow um and it's terrifying we fought more than we've mm-hmm. ever fought in that one night and because of the might stress. i add that that day we went in to the IVF doctor to find out that it, the ICSI was the only thing that was going to work. He's like, you need to make a decision today or next month. Today, if you want to start tonight, um, because uh, right now is the time. He, like, like, I had the uh, transvaginal um, ultrasound, ultrasound he's like, and he's now like, your it. body's actually perfect right now to start. Oh my God. So he's either now or we can or wait, wait a, a month. month. And we're like, we don't want to put this off again. Um, so we agreed because our we actually were going to do IVF sooner, but when the pandemic stuff started it in March, down, everything yeah. got canceled. So we had to put everything Waited, on yeah. hold. We were so uncertain, and then they called us back and said, "We're you know we're back open." A couple months later, um, come in, we'll check it out. And at that moment, oh my god, they were like, "Tonight is." Mouth, I'm literally like my mouth is hanging open yeah. right. Can I show you a picture, Ashley? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like on the verge of tears. <laughs> All the shots. And there's still yeah. more that you guys couldn't fit in there, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We yeah, had a couple more. So they're showing me their birth announcement and it's all the syringes that they used. And then there's a little, there's a oh, little. She's, she's tearing uh, up. I knew I'd get her. There's a little baby <laughs> shirt in there. And it's yeah. like to yeah. know the struggle, it's, like it's to intense. know. To know the struggle and to know that pain, like that's really scary. Like yeah, so worth that, every single shot. Th- yeah. yeah, that night we got home. The doctor had given I'm me a such bag. Such a baby. I'm so yeah. sorry. No, it's okay. The the he handed me a bag full of like medicine, borrowed not borrowed syringes, but borrowed medicine and syringes that we'd have to pay for later because they didn't know we were gonna start so soon. Yeah. So it's their like backup stuff. Here yeah. you go. Like samples. Thank you, yeah. Doctor Lee, because that was amazing. Um, he gave it to us. Went with home YouTube, with a video, instructional videos on how to give injections. Yeah, because we're not nurses. Jesus. And then I had to learn, and I'm horrified of like everything. It has to do with needles, even though I have a bunch of tattoos. Like it's not I, the same. I, yeah, it's not. It's it, it's horrifying because I don't want to hurt her either. And so, he had to inject them like in my belly, in her belly, and then it's this like it's kind of this twisty thing you twist up to put the medicine into the like kind of the you're syringe thinking, thing the entire time you're thinking if i pull this wrong if i don't pull yeah. enough if i don't inject in the right spot and if you and something i learned one of the nights that'll kind of gross you out is like if you put it in not at the right angle and you push in you'll see a bubble form <laughs> and that means you're doing it wrong yeah and you start so you have to pull it out and try know. again and so partners you know gay straight whatever like 
it, it sucks that you have to do it, but the person getting the IVF treatment done, it sucks even more for them. So like kind of suck it up and do the injections. I know that so sucks. It was, and it's, so there's yeah. a lot of two, side effects. Yeah. Two injections. Yeah. Um, a day? Uh, two injections twice a day. So four. No, no. Was it once? Was it's, it just night? It was. It was morning and it was night. No, it was for only night. Just the the stimulating, the part, stimulating yes. part. So the stimulating hormones, the first set before the retrieval, is just uh, once a night, two injections. How long? Uh, that was only I think this about like two weeks two or weeks. so. Yeah. yeah. So two weeks, once a day, and then came f- the awful, yeah. awful intramuscular intramuscular injection. injection. But oh, Liz. but. In there your, was one in your butt, huh? Yes. Yeah, there was one thing called trigger shot right before you had to get surgery, which surgery is when they retrieve. That's the next your step. Eggs. Yeah. The eggs are yeah. retrieved through a minor, minor surgical procedure that uses an ultrasound imaging to guide a hollow needle through the pelvic cavity to remove the eggs. Medication is provided to remove potential discomfort. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the retrieval portion, they stick a needle in your vagina yes. and retrieve eggs through the fallopian tubes and up into the ovaries. Yes. And they go up into the ovary and pluck an egg Individual out. Yes. How many did they now. get? So because of PCOS, I had way more than the average woman. I was able to get 43 retrieved. Wow. Yeah. That's not common. How much is like the normal? Most of that I've heard of is between like 10 and 20. This, this, uh, this number, the w- the progression of number and how much you lose will also blow your mind yeah, so when we get into it. Eggs harvested does not equal eggs fertilized. No. No. Your eggs will be carefully screened to make sure they have everything required to produce a healthy embryo. So the, although the doctor may harvest between 10 and 20 eggs, yeah. um, it may only be a small portion that can be used. So it doesn't, doesn't give me a percentage here, but mm-hmm. um, how many of your 43 eggs were viable? Seven. No, 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 no. no? It went... 43 went down to 15 yeah. follicles that would work. So they're like, the rest won't work. So 15. Yeah. Out of 15, then they do the I- ICSI. Oh, they inject. right. That's right. So of those 43, they had to immediately tossed out the majority of them because they just weren't good. And it's because... I've had PCOS for so long, they've been sitting there forever. Yeah. Those are all the periods I should yeah. have had. Right. That I never had. So then they do the ICSI. The, the male is asked to produce a sperm sample, which is pre- prepared for combining with the eggs. Which mm-hmm. is which is a funny story and all of it in, I hope in it itself. Is. I really so do we, too. I was yeah. waiting for so this. So I go down to ye old, you know, sperm space. I don't know what they call it. <laughs> That's what it's called. Yeah, sperm space. Sperm space. space. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they were like, okay, so uh, it's it's Jack this wonderful, this it's this, yeah, it's this wonderful clinic called Ovation. It's in Newport Beach. Stop it. It's, and, um, <laughs> it's, a, it's an amazing, it's an, a great they're, They are amazing there. I won't, I, I, like if you're ever thinking about like IVF and stuff and you're in the area like so there's actually I was actually going to ask you later how to choose a fertility clinic because well we didn't get much choice but (laughs) well we we, you can choose your fertility doctor so our fertility doctor works out of ovation who has their own fertility doctor but that's expensive Oh, okay so then like he subcontracts or something with them and works in there and like he's the one who's always at your surgery he was at and then he did the procedure he did the procedure on her wait i'm sorry liz can i go back to you yeah were you in any pain yes oh my god (laughs) yeah so um so 
the way that I experienced it was different than most women because of coronavirus. So most of the time you get to go in there with your significant other. Oh, God, yeah. no. No. Yeah. I had to get dropped off and wait in the waiting room by myself. And so she was like alone. Um, I also wasn't allowed to FaceTime or text or anything. I had to give all my stuff and put it in a oh. bag uh, and sit in the bed by myself while they got me ready. Um, and it was also interesting when we said bye to each other, like, next time you see me, I'll be... Uh, well, oh, no, no, no that was before. Time, yeah. Never mind. That was when I was... Uh, the transfer. transfer. Yeah. But, um... So, anyway, I was like, yeah, I was really nervous, and I wish I could have, like, held his hand or something. Did they put you to sleep? Or yes. just... Oh, completely yes. out? So, and for how, me... how long were you in the hospital for? Um, I think the procedure was about an hour. Yeah, it was yeah. about an hour, and then... Because they also, afterwards, you have to wait to make sure oh, you're yeah, okay. Yeah. And all that stuff. Um, then they told me, like, I they called me and said, like, come pull up and, like, what you did know, you do we'll, we'll for that hour? Out. That was I when went, you went to take a sample. I went out. Well, yeah, I did my so, well, sample. <laughs> oh, okay. Corey, Corey got to go. Stone. Like Corey it. got to masturbate. Yeah. Well, uh, so like, <laughs> while I got put under and stabbed. So it was like we were <laughs> having. It was I mean, like that's we how were, sex works, anyway. Yeah, guy gets like, to <laughs> masturbate. We feel like we're being stabbed. It was it was interesting because we were we were technically having sex at that point. I was. In a different room. Separately. Science sex. So then, like, um, anyway, Hail science. I go into this really cushy room. Like, I'm used to like the nasty bathroom. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But it had like this, a beautiful like, couch like a or something. Love seat, yeah. and there was a drawer, and I opened it full of like porno, like wow. magazines, and I'm just like, I'm not picking yeah. up any of these because I don't know where they've been. Did they and, allow you to to use lube, or was that? not okay because they you didn't can't, want to you can't do anything like that yeah yes. you can't you can't use any of that Corey's a dry guy anyway they had like they had like they had like a tv in there and okay. stuff and i'm just like i don't need any of this surprisingly like guys like i know it's i know you feel like you're gonna be you know in, in some kind of shame with all this but the woman has to deal with a lot of problems if you're a guy and a girl going through this like for the guy um, you go in there, you sit down and it literally like, it was almost like I, it was like a natural thing where like, I didn't have to watch anything. I'm All making I did, a baby. I'm going to, yeah, I'm about yeah. to, well, come. you don't even Let's really, do this. yeah, you don't even think about it in like two seconds. You know, I was done. Like it's, it's really it's like weird. you were born to do it. Yeah. Well, it's also really like the best weird. ejaculation of yeah. your life. <laughs> Well, it's really weird. Did that you have to, okay. It, it, oh, I the guess, other thing. Because I think it feels very medical. Yeah, you're just like, okay, I got to do this real quick. It's almost like you're peeing in a cup. Did they whatever. ask you not to jerk off or come for like a couple of days? Yes. I think, yeah, they okay. said like three days. Okay, yes. but here's a fact. More ejaculation is better. Men will be happy to learn that the more often they masturbate and or ejaculate, the healthier their sperm yeah. tend to be. Yeah. The old way of thinking had men abstain from masturbating three days prior to their IVF cycle to increase sperm count, but we have recently learned that the more frequent masturbation in the days leading up yeah. results in better sperm with more motility and morphology my, do my doc the doctor like our fertility doctor is like that doesn't really matter like just you know do what you normally do, what you do. do. Yeah. yeah so i went in and um you know i gave my sample and everything and then they um but the funny thing is just like how cushy that room was i'm like <laughs> So it's, let me get this straight. Your medical treatment was free and you got to jack off and it was cushy. Yeah. You had to pay for most of yours. You, yeah. Your uterus got stabbed and you were alone. Yes. And nice. Having uh, so America. So the, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the retrieval people, people think like it's, I wasn't that close to that. That was weird. It's just, um, it's just peas in general. Uh, <laughs> 
it's so it's so weird that like we haven't talked about this like it's intense what the woman has to go through because they're stabbing you as many times as follicles they're gonna take out so 43 stabs of pulling it out one ovary or did they go to both sides they went to both they try to get as many as possible yeah so So 43 was what they were able to get but you do get because there's like a covering on it like mm -hmm. it's you know you you can't just like pluck it out right so you kind of have to be stabbed to be able to pluck it out yeah um so the recovery varies if Depending on like the number, so since what's I got forty three retrieved, my recovery process what's, sucks. Yeah, what's that potentially dangerous thing? Oh, can... so when you have retrieval, you're at a risk of something called OHSS, which is a dangerous amount of bloating and water retention. Oh shit! Yeah, and, and it's you can be hospitalized for it. Deadly, so, yeah, too. So they tell you um, all these things leading up to it of what you can and can't eat. And also afterwards, what you can and can't eat. Okay, to um, keep your bloating down. Yeah, gotcha. and I and I was bloated before the retrieval. I looked pregnant. Yeah, from just being full of eggs. Mm-hmm. Wow, she was yeah. like literally heavy with egg. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, so yeah. did they do the um, the process called in? Okay, step four is the insemination. Is that what yeah. they so call then yours? They, yeah, okay. they inject. The they sperm inject them in addition, but not yeah. not in the oh, same day. Oh, it says day. it right here. In some cases where there is a lower pros- probability of fertilization. Uh, ICSI may be used. Mm -hmm. Um, A single sperm is injected directly into the egg in an attempt to achieve fertilization. The eggs are monitored to confirm the fertilization and that cell division is taking place. Once this occurs, the fertilized eggs are considered embryos. Mm -hmm. So how many embryos did you get? So out of the 43, we had 12. We had 12. But did those 12 get inseminated and all 12 become embryos? No. So they get they they 12 were fertilized okay like yeah. they're fully fertilized but some come back as abnormal okay so 12 of your sperm met yeah. 12 of your eggs yes. and you created 12 fertilized eggs but mm-hmm. there was abnormalities mm-hmm. which happens in pregnancies all the mm-hmm. time and women miscarry all the time because of abnormalities yeah. in the yeah. fertilized egg that is the most common reason women have miscarriages yes. so technically you got if you were to get pregnant 12 times you would have had what four five it was uh, five out of the were 12, abnormal. Yeah, five were abnormal. Five were so abnormal. Seven were usable. Usable. Mm-hmm. One of them being a what they call mosaic. Yeah, I think which means that it could go either way. It's like a fifty-fifty. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And at this point, were you guys able to choose the gender? Yeah. So no, not at this point. Oh, okay. So um, after that, what happens is you get the embryologist. Is a lot of people say they're the embryo babysitter. Okay. So an embryologist is the one that injects the sperm and now watches them over a series of days. It's about five days. So and all you these get... wait in these wait periods are awful. Yeah, like yeah. like how many how many embryos are going to survive this? It's it's all you get a, very a week uh, yeah. a daily update. Okay. You, you get an email every day that says like <sighs> so the first one's like we got forty three. Stay tuned. And then now you're down to twelve. Stay tuned. And every day you get an update yeah. and um, you and there are people that go like Corey mentioned, some women go through lots of cycles. There are women that get like 12 retrieved. And then on the last day, they're like, sorry, all there's of none. them are inviolable. You have yeah. zero. And then you have to wait how long before you can go back and have another. So retrieval. you have your. Uh, yeah. They kind of follows thing. like a regular cycle. Like a regular a menstrual cycle. cycle. Yeah. But um, the whole like the cost and all that like repeats. No, it's, it's not like it. it's covered and you just go 
like, oh, we'll just do it again until we get it right. <sighs> because what the cost is really is the medication. Yeah, it's expensive. Oh, my God. Okay, I, we're going to get into that at some yeah. point. Let's, we're talking about it. So how much? Can no, I, yeah, please. So IVF itself um, is generally around 25000 yeah, or so. that's what I've heard. And then with ICSI, you add 10000 So you guys... 35000 Out of pocket? Yeah. Yes. Out of pocket. Out of completely out of pocket. Completely yeah. out of pocket. Zero completely. coverage. Guys. I there mean, is no covering these procedures because they're not considered necessary? medical. Oh, they're, like, yeah, they're um what's the word that they use? Um not selective. What's the a luxury? Word? <laughs> Voluntary, I suppose, something like Oh, I know what the word is. Yeah. It, I, it, they say it on Grey's Anatomy yes. all the time. Elective. Elective. Elective, yes. <laughs> I well knew done. it was coming. So then watching that shitty show paid off, huh? It's yeah. not it's not <laughs> medically necessary. And that's sad that it's yeah. they don't think it's medically necessary for you to have a child yeah. when it ah, but but ah. but, but Viag- that's a whole other conversation. That's a whole other episode. Yeah. But Viagra is medically necessary. It is. Yeah. Viagra is covered 100%, yes. but birth control is not. Yeah, man, yes. baby. Um so you had one round. Yes. You had seven. What happened to those seven? So we they they give you a form that literally tells you their chromosomes. It tells you how healthy they are. They grade them oh, based wait. on a. That's a separate um, cost. Let me go back on the cost. Oh yeah. Um. Sorry. You don't when you get the retrieval, the sperm, egg, like all, all that stuff. Carte. Yes, a la carte. You get to then decide if you want to do optional genetic testing, which we did, of course, we and we did because. Um, you want to make sure it works and you don't want to go through all that to have had a miscarriage anyway. So like with the 12, had we not had the genetic testing, they would have picked a random one of those yeah. 12. And you could have gotten one of the five that was got, abnormal. Exactly. Yep. Okay. So when we did the genetic testing, we know that five are not good to use. Okay. And they, they give them, they give them grades. I forget what it's, each. It has a number of either a, like a four or five, six, whatever, meaning how many days, days. they've been under watch because yeah. of the cell division. Okay. Every day the cells divide. And so the I, ideal is five. Five. You yeah. want a five day. Because six is like hatched, but if you do six, can sometimes not be the best choice just because it's already hatched and there can be issues there it's an overachiever um yeah yeah which they exa- yeah, that's what we exactly called it the what they said yeah. they but called we it, ideally yeah. want a five and then they use a grading system of um like a b c or d and what's well, two letters and there's two letters one of the letters has to do with um the shape and like the size of it uh-huh. and the other one has to do with like the chromosomes or something okay. like that mm-hmm. so uh the absolute best way that you can go is 5AA. Okay. And that's kind of how you go into choosing which how many one will be How did you have that were 5AA? Well, I we think we have three. Three that are, we have three that are AA right now in storage. So we have six right now in storage. One kept them all? in the oven. Yeah. yeah. So then you have to pay rent for that, which we'll get into. Um, <laughs> no, tell so me then, now. Yeah. How much is rent? Oh, rent is... For three years, we've it's thirteen fifty for every three years. Yeah, so one thousand thirteen dollars and fifty cents. No, one thousand three hundred fifty. Okay, so it, it it is expensive. If you want to store it on site, like in Newport, it was like a thousand a year. But we chose they can transport it to Nevada mm-hmm. for the in their storage facility, which is safe, top of the line. Like Area they just 51. have to, yeah, yeah. basically mm-hmm. they have to have it travel over, which is a risk, but 
normally it's fine. But. And the thing is, had we not saved them, then if down the line we decide we want kids, we have to do the retrieval process all over. And you yeah, already have se- seven it. viable. Yeah. yeah. So did someone randomly pick the one that's in your belly? So the way that our doctor did it was he said, um, you have seven, and I always say go for the one that ha- you have the, the most of the gender or whatever. So like... We had four girls and three boys. So he's like, because you have more girls, I would recommend a girl. And like, are you okay with that? And if we weren't, we could have gone with the boy. But you wanted a girl. But mm-hmm. we wanted a girl anyway, and that's the one he would have recommended anyway, and it was the 5AA. Well, so we were like, okay, let's now go with that Now, some might argue, like, in if you're listening, some might argue that it's, like, there's ethics behind this I was just going to bring up that, have you had anyone question your ethics no. in not doing qu- this? <laughs> not, not to us. my face, but I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, and and also we're fortunate to have friends that understand our like plight and yeah. our, like they, they do understand that and they wouldn't say it even if they have objections. But there are some people out there who like, well, uh, I've read comments that it's like it's it's you're playing God. I think, it's a, I think yeah. it's a slippery slope. Very slippery. Yeah. Have you guys seen the movie Gattaca? Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what could happen. Yes. Fucking Gattaca, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's. It, I'm okay with it though. Our idea, yeah, our idea I was. We, I, I want the most perfect humans running this place. I but it's not, fucking it's not idiots. even that they're the most perfect. No, you didn't genetically yeah. modify. No. Yeah, we didn't modify. That's what Gattaca is though. Yeah, yeah. You you aren't gene selecting. No. you aren't no. trait selecting. No. You just want a healthy baby. Well, yeah, and we that's just, what. We, and you had mentioned that the most common reason for miscarriage is the chromosomal abnormalities. Uh, yeah, and that's why they do genetic testing because yep. your body rejects it. On purpose, yep. it has an abortion itself. Exactly, um, because it knows it cannot carry to term. Exactly, your body, your body you. knows yeah. that there is something wrong with those chromosomes, and that would not survive. Yeah. So it needs to leave. Yes, that's crazy. Human yeah. bodies are. Crazy. I love the they human are. body, yeah. and it's God. just, it's um, our idea was like, yes, doctor, we do want a girl, like, but. Like, regardless, we want the healthiest yeah. embryo. And yeah. he said the and healthiest had- embryo you have is female. Great. Yeah. So we're going to use that. It says the next step, they're transferred to the woman's uterus three to five days following the retrieval. A catheter or small tube okay. is inserted into the uterus to transfer the embryo. The procedure is usually painless. Um, if it's successful, implantation occurs six to ten days following retrieval. So I will add to that. There are two types of transfers. There's a fresh embryo transfer transfer and a frozen embryo transfer. If you use fresh embryo transfer, that's transferred three to five days after. If you do frozen, it's a cycle after. Is that what you did? We did frozen. And that's the and reason they do that there's is... There's data and statistics backing that some the success rate for frozen sometimes is better than fresh. And that's because they also Babysickle. give you medication yeah. that helps prepare yes, your, your uterus. Ooh, ooh cool. Mm-hmm. So you so, can do uh so you can do um a retrieve or a, a, a fresh one and then right away cuz you want to get cuz this is taking forever, yeah. right? This process is so long. And then you can also do a frozen one and then prep your u- prep your fucking mm-hmm. oven yeah. to make the best baby home possible. So yes. it's creating that uterine lining that you want. Yeah. Is that what those medications yes. did? Like mm-hmm. the progesterone and stuff? The um the yeah, the injections that you would do after or afterwards did we still do belly or we went straight to butt? <laughs> I think it just went back to the butt. Okay. Yeah. Ugh. Um and Crazy. it was this was two, this was two shots every day, AM, PM, sometimes three because yeah. there's something called 
but I now you're excited about the spot. shots, right? Because <laughs> now you're like, oh my God, yeah. I'm preparing the baby house. Yeah. And it's also um, with retrieval, I felt uncomfortable because I was so bloated. And yeah. We were trying to work out every day, and I remember even just twisting. I felt like I was gonna pop something, oh, God. Yeah. and it, and it felt it felt better to just be focusing on getting my uterus ready, and like nothing's yeah. in there to yeah. like pop. So they so they put it in, and then you you the the obviously the egg implanted into the uterine wall. Yeah. And when did you guys know that that baby was growing? So um, so let, let me back up a little bit on the transfer uh process i went to the same place same covid stuff so uh again Corey had to drop me off and it's like i'll see you later i'll be back pregnant hopefully oh my god (laughs) yeah that day (laughs) you're like i'm gonna be pregnant when you see me yeah next time cool Um, crazy we have a video of the moment like she like the the embryo gets like put in yeah so um you one thing that like there's any benefit to IVF is that you get to get well, you get a baby or, you get well not a guarantee well, yeah, that's, See, that's true. the thing that's true. Yeah. That's 40% yeah um and that's also a misconception a lot of people have that IVF they go it's 35 $35,000 but it's worth it for the baby and it's like no it's $35,000 to for pay the for a procedure yeah yeah for the chance of having yeah. a baby and after baby's doing the bonus of the procedure of right. the treatment so the baby's a maybe also despite me being pregnant I'm still infertile yeah yeah. My infertility is not cured. It's right. been managed with medication. Right. But after, if we want a second child, we have I, to do, have to do we're still in. But you don't have to do the retrieval. No. no. Just the transplant. Thank yeah. God. Um, okay. So you got, it, it was implanted. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. So I was going to say, so um, when you go in there, they make, they have a lot of forms just to double check. Like this is the embryo you wanted. Oh, God, this is your name. This is your social security number. The second guessing you yeah. must have done. Yes. So uh. they, they double check everything to make sure that there's no errors. Like everything looks good, whatever yeah. you sign everything. And then um, you get an ultrasound or not an ultrasound, a picture of the embryo before it's transferred. Yeah, so we have a picture, we have of, a our picture of our embryo. Oh my God. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. crazy. It's on the fridge? Yeah. Yeah, it, it is on the fridge. I make transfer. like a thousand copies yeah. just in case you have like sure. one place in the house all over the world. Um, so and and then they they have it in a catheter. So like I remember um, I got checked out everything like, OK, you're good to go. Like they did like one last ultrasound just to make sure everything's good. And then like, we'll be back. We're going to go grab your embryo. We're going to go get your baby. Yeah. Did and then talk someone, to it? No. Ah, <laughs> but then like uh, a nurse or something came in with this like little you know, catheter thing. And it's like, you got to like wave at it's it. It's like, yeah, it's like I watched them like Hi. walk around the corner and like, okay, <sighs> here we go. And then ready. And that, that part is totally painless. There's it, yeah, it, nothing at all. It's, it's just, like an ultra, like an ultrasound. Yeah. They just kind of stick it in okay. and, and then hope it sticks. You obviously don't have to take like a pregnancy test. You could yeah. probably just go to the doctor and so, be like, hi, did it stick? Yes. Yeah, so, um, so then that part is like a regular waiting period of, yeah. If you would have had sex naturally and conceived, it takes about two weeks right. to know anything. So oh, um, we went and uh, they did a blood test. Okay. Yeah. Like and they pregnant, and yeah. you're sitting in the room and, and no, well, uh, no, they do blood. They did the blood test, but because we're working, I had to do the blood test right before they closed. So they said we'll give you a result tomorrow. <sighs> so then I had to just wait and go home and then the next day they called and they said what they said you're pregnant and then they said like as of right now um baby's stuck so you're pregnant okay poopo 
poopo. Oh, which that's something Pregnant used if, until yeah. proven otherwise. otherwise. Your poopo. Yeah. Oh my God, you should nickname your baby poopo. <laughs> um, so then, when did you become comfortable enough to tell people? How how many months? Um, well, I mean, there were people that knew we were going through treatment, so those hey, people, yeah, <laughs> those people, we kept up to date the whole time. Okay, but to like let more people know outside of that circle, we weren't comfortable until like after the first weeks? trimester. I think it was like thirteen weeks. Yeah, yeah. Okay. that's normally and when people say something, yeah. anyways. And so, e- and even then, um, we've talked about this before, but there's like infertility trauma that you kind of go through yeah. where you feel weird celebrating because you keep thinking it's going to go wrong. Like you're going to go in and they're going to, yeah, they, they yeah. look right away for a heartbeat. So like every time yeah. you go in, every you're like, Oh my God, it, her heart's not going to be. Gonna, yeah. How far along are you right now? 25 weeks, 25. How much more do you got to go? Uh, it's until 40. So 15. Oh, okay. So yeah. you're more than you're past the halfway yeah, point, past the halfway point. But, um, because you're so used to like, you you know try this medication see if this works no it doesn't try this Do diet this, uh, this doesn't work doesn't try this work. Yeah. you just kind of assume it's not going to work yeah so it, it took us a while like i remember people were asking like oh what's the name gonna be what's this what's that and it's like i haven't even connected that this yeah. is real yet i don't want to get too attached have you started decorating the nursery no about to no, no, no. oh yeah. i'm curious is it, which room are you guys gonna use the podcast room. No, no. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I thought no. I think she asked me that the, the other one, day. I was like, oh shit. The like, one we that, actually have a four bedroom. Yeah, we have a four bedroom. We have a bedroom next to ours. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. You guys do. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit, I forgot about that. Okay, nice so condo. okay, good. Yeah. I felt bad if I was yeah. like, no, 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 no we no, have a steal in the script. We're going to take a break and then I'm going to come back and list not a lot, but a couple of things that I wanted to ask you guys um, that are some unput like things that people maybe yeah, don't know sure. about IVF. And I had a couple questions that I personally want mm-hmm. answered. And now um, we'll go over the name. You and can try then to guess it. <laughs> at the end, we are going to uh, guess the name and we're going to go back to the statistic of the day. So mm-hmm. um, stick around, everybody, uh, for the finale of this amazing uh, IVF podcast episode. I'm so grateful for you and your story and I promise not to cry at the end. (laughs) We'll be right back, you guys.
Uh, we are talking with the Stocks about their miracle baby, their um, ICIS, right? I-C-S-I. Uh, I-C-S-I. 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 Ixie. Ixie baby. Um, she is uh, cooking right now in uh, Mama's belly, and uh, she was just kicking, actually, because mm-hmm. I yeah. was yelling at Postmates, <laughs> and I think she heard me, and she feels my angst. Um, this is a uh, split episode, guys, so make sure you tune into the next part, which will be us um, going over some seltzers with a couple of guests and everybody in the room here. And mom is going to pour us shots of seltzer since mom herself can't drink the seltzer. So, yeah. well, you're not much of a drinker anyway. No, right? I, no. I can't drink. She has an intolerance. Oh, right. I, yeah. Even prior to getting pregnant. Oh, man. Yeah. I hope you don't pass that on to your kid. Bummer. I know. Yeah. Huh? Can I you pick for that trait? To not be allergic <laughs> to alcohol. I know, so, I yeah, so where we left off was you guys got to choose. Well, you had yeah. more girls than guys, but yeah. then you guys wanted a girl and you got to choose a girl. So, what's the name? Oh, we have to guess. Oh, yeah, you got to oh, guess. Well, I well, know. Well, we're going to guess the name, oh. but first I'm going to go through questions that I have. Oh, I, yeah, you really did quick, have questions. I just Fine. have some questions. Yes. Um, acupuncture can guess. increase your IVF success rate. <laughs> did you do acupuncture? I have heard that, and no, I didn't. Okay. Um, using younger eggs gives you youthful fertility advantages. Did they suggest you use a younger woman's eggs? Mm. But that's more if you get a do- donation. Oh, okay. But cool. I was able to use my own eggs. Okay, good. Um, IVF treatments aren't as common as you would think. While you are living in the world of IVF cycles, you're surrounded by a, popular, a population of people undergoing the same treatment, even if you contact um, those people like via blogs or online support groups. But in fact, only about 5% of couples who experience infertility actually move forward with IVF. And it's yep. I think a lot of it's public cost. Yeah, yeah, the money is crazy. So it's... Uh, Infertility affects 12% of the population. That's a big number, too. That's a big too. number, yeah. yeah. 12% of the population? And so many, when, when we told our story online like and announced it, um, a lot of people came forward and like were like, you know, I really appreciated hearing your story. In private. In private. Mm-hmm. Like, but like there were people I would have we never had, guessed. Yeah, we yeah. had a lot of friends that told, reached out to us that we didn't realize were going through the same thing. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. God but they couldn't do it. They couldn't afford it. Well, they, um, they're they're either thinking of doing it or have just kind of fa- found out. Or you did know. you take out a loan or did you use a credit card? What'd you do? <laughs> we cards. split it over four credit yeah. cards. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's getting nuts. those points though. Huh? Luckily, we have. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, we have. <laughs> we should. We should cash in. Talk on about that. a baby moon. Well, no, oh but God. it's number one. Like I, I try to see the bright side of this is that we have equity. We have a ton of equity that'll help us like eventually pay stuff off. But at the same time, it builds. It's gonna build our credit too. Mm-hmm. But it was worth it for us to go through that little bit of financial yeah. like, instability Upheaval. for a while. But it's, yeah. it's crazy to think of how much you like four credit cards and then it's like, oh, it didn't work. And that's oh. some, some people in the IVF community have tried it like 10 times I've read. Or, like, or, or they'll, cause they'll start with like IUI first and that didn't work. And then they'll try IUI again and that didn't work. And then they moved to IVF and then they do, and then, and then they do ICSI and then that doesn't work. It's, yeah. It's yeah. It's, crazy it needs to be talked about more you know um you have more likelihood of having identical twins were you prepared for that yes so did we they know say why you didn't uh, did any of yours turn into twins no no well well they wouldn't know until it's transferred oh, so they don't so they don't know before yeah. it's transferred that it would be twins okay but um there is a chance that when it's transferred that it would split and well, you were, in a lot of because 
of all the hormones and the injections and yeah. things. Yeah. That it, I might have something to do with that. Well, and a lot of, a lot of people don't know this, but when you get IVF, a lot of times, if if there's like a lower chance, like they, the doctor will sometimes decide to implant two at a time. At a time, they would be fraternal. Fraternal. If, if they both. Yeah. To see if you can get more to survive. Better chance. Uh Better chance. And then that actually does happen a lot where you'll get two transferred and one makes it and one doesn't. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's also something to be said for this taking a toll on your mental health. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, I've read that it makes the woman way horny. Your hormones are going Hmm. off the charts because you just want to. You have (laughs) so so many hormones in your body that women just get absolutely hormonal. Teenager, Mm -hmm. like they want to have sex all the time, Mm -hmm. or they're like back to being an angsty fifteen-year-old full of hormones, and you don't even know what to do with them. Did you get like acne or like did you you have any hormonal changes? I I did not get that at all. (laughs) Oh, good. Okay, you got like almost nothing. Um, Like I didn't notice many. I did get some acne. Yeah. And like I I actually never really had like an acne issue. Okay. So that was kind of like I'm not used to that. So I was like, what what is this? Is yeah, this a, a couple, couple little But spots, then but what about your mental health, guys? Like yeah. what do you think was the toll there? It's so I think ugh. well there there before even starting IVF, there's a toll with that. Yeah. Of of how um normal it is and like most people don't think about it twice. Like, let's have a baby and you have sex and you have a baby. And then I had mentioned that I waited to have sex. So then it's like I really thought like, oh, well, it just take us a couple months. So there is a lot of anger and like bitterness that comes with finding out that you're infertile. There's also in listeners definitely listen to this message. But like there's also the there's a trauma that goes with it. And there's also other people not knowing but approaching you with questions that really trigger trigger you so like when are you guys having kids what are you waiting for um those types of things you never know what somebody's going through i know that i know the question is like innocent and like you want to know but some people have either chosen like i don't want kids to that would be me i cannot have kids Mm -hmm. that's us Mm -hmm. um there's there's people who who um, who have you know decided that they want kids, but they're struggling through m- miscarriages and yeah. things like that. And um, there are also people who you know like they they really want it, but they're not like financially able to do it. Right. And in that that you are a thousand percent hurts, you hit every you know? single nail that I was gonna ha- yeah. hit. It's none of your business. And it's uh, why people are or yeah. aren't having children. And, <laughs> like, and, and I've seen it so much, like. For us, we're we're easygoing people. We can be like, oh, you know, uh, laugh it off, whatever. But like, I think um, I think it's important that people know that when you ask those questions, you're you're kind of digging a little deeper than you need to go. Like that, people can or cannot have kids for their own reasons. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need to ask. You don't need to. Um, you, what would you don't be a better question? A better. Qu- a better question or a better thing is not to ask about kids. Okay. Right? To just uh, not ask at all. Uh, like, well, what if what, people want to know? So what I, I actually just was talking to Corey about this on the way here. But um, 
I feel like if you ask someone like, tell me about yourself, and you say like, well, I'm I'm married and I'm a teacher, and you just stop right there, you probably assume if they didn't bring up kids that there's a reason it's for that. Brilliant, brilliant fucking statement. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I and I I get it too, yeah. but for different reasons. People will say, "Wow, you and Kevin have been together for a long time. You thinking about having kids?" Yeah. Or, "Oh, you guys are in your late thirties. You you guys thinking about having kids?" It's like, don't do I have them? Yeah. Yeah. Do and do like, I necessarily want them? Yeah. Right. I just I feel like, like when you like if you're meeting someone, or you're saying something about yourself. If yeah. you don't bring it up, there's probably a reason. I have I people ask me all the time. Yeah. all the time. And it's and it all the fucking sucks because yeah. it's like how many times do I have to. <laughs> So, and, and, and every time it's asked, like you never get over it. Like I said, I am pregnant and I still get triggered. Yeah. Do either of you go to therapy? No. Okay. Have I you, have. Or it has you, in the past. All right. But, but have you thought about maybe going to therapy once once you're maybe um, um, done when you get yes, birth? Yes, I've and definitely considered dealing it. with this trauma. Um, I am very aware of the mental toll it takes, and I I do journal. Okay. I would suggest for both of you, just as mm -hmm. a mental health professional, yeah. that this trauma is something you're probably going to deal with for a long time, oh, yeah, especially sure. while while she grows up. And mm -hmm. if you decide to do this again, it might just be a good idea to get yourselves some yeah. something, some some options behind you so that you yeah. have the tools to kind of deal with it again. Um, I want to guess the name. Can you tell oh, me yeah. what it starts with? Do, um, I guess you can yeah. go. M. Starts with an M. Mm -hmm. Traditional or non-traditional? Like Mary is traditional. No, I'd say non-traditional. Non-traditional, but also not like hippie. No. Okay. <laughs> is it a reference to something nerdy, like The no. Office or Harry Potter or something? No. Is it a musical reference? No. It's really not a reference to anything. It's just a pretty name. Well, it, really, <laughs> really, Corey. Oh well, kind of. Okay. Well, it's. We'll see you I later. can give you I can give you this. Uh huh. Can I say like where country kind of thing? Yes, please. Think France. Okay. Oh, that's not where my mind goes. Mm. Maybe Madeline. Yeah, you got it. Oh. <laughs> you didn't consider this song when thinking up names. Uh uh. Really? Oh no, that's oh but my god, so he's like pretty. choked up. This oh. is like his favorite band. Do you you know this song? Oh, I love it. No, oh I don't. You never made the connection? No, 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 no. I mean, I didn't either because I was trying to. That's I just typed in Madeline what into band iTunes. Is this? It's like one of his favorite bands. Wonder the Wonder Years. Years. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know there was a song. Pretty. Called that. Those are, yeah, you got a pin. You were showing me your pin today. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. No, the other side. He's crying. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, I, I teared Corey up. That's really pretty. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. You have to dance with her at her Yeah, <laughs> and so and so Maddie is. This is the first song that know, pops up when you type in uh, Madeline. I mean, yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, she's okay. big. She kicks. She when she hears music, she'll like move around. A I thought that was the cops. I love that. <laughs> Sounds weird. Um, okay, so the statistic actually that I said at the beginning, the animal that they first. Um, Cloned. You promised you were going to cry again. I'm sorry. I did promise I'm Liz, sorry. Liz, this is crazy, too. To go with this song, like, our spelling isn't the traditional Tell spelling. Tell me how you yeah, spell it. Yeah, it's spelled the same M -A -D -E -L -Y -N. Oh, beautiful. And it's spelled... That way. That way. Oh. You never put that connection. No. I, oh, man. I, I'm I disappointed, but I'm kind of glad that I'm yeah. the one that showed you. That's I beautiful. Have, I have 
Okay, so in 1959, um, the Worcester Foundation proved fertilization was possible in vitro um, through the birth of a live rabbit. So, oh, rabbit. I, <laughs> I'm going to get you something rabbit related and for the baby. And not the rabbit. Right? Oh, not yet. I was called the Easter Bunny. The, yeah. I know. That's why when you said that, it was so <laughs> funny. Like it's such little, a perfect bunny. circle. Yeah. Um, so, just cute. so you know, it, uh, the first animal ever um, created by in vitro was a rabbit. So, if you want to incorporate I would have a sheep, but a alone, rabbit. Yeah. So, um, so, there's that. I'm so honored that you guys came on. And Absolutely. Madeline, I can't wait to meet you. Yes. I'm so She's excited yeah. for this journey for you guys and that it went the way it did for you and that your story came out as yeah. it did. And I'm in, I'm enjoying the story and I can't wait for her to come on and, and squeal into the microphone. <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. And I hope people out there understand that there are tons of people out there going through, you know, uh, infertility and guy, especially talking to guys, like it's not a, uh, a, um, an attack on your, um, manhood, masculinity, manhood, masculinity. Yep. like I, I'm kind of like I'm totally a manly man. Like I like guy things, but I'm infertile, and it does. It's just part of my life. Like yeah, it's not. It doesn't define who I am, and I don't. It doesn't define who Liz is. But it, um, it's a journey for it's sure. Part of your story. Yeah, and it's amazing that you guys found each other mm-hmm. and that you are each other's person, so that yeah. not so that you could understand what each other was going through as mm-hmm. far as the mental kind of impact it has to be someone who has fertility issues, yeah. and it wasn't just put on one of you. You both got yeah. to share that burden. Yeah, and and also share in the joy that it worked and that both of it both of you got to contribute yeah and then you get to be the oven and mm-hmm. like you get to have that experience of both of you getting to make a baby it's your she's yours yeah 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 anything you want to plug any um like uh, fertility websites that you guys used um, or groups that you guys joined yeah, i actually really recommend all the uh, infertility subreddits oh okay Reddit is a great group. Right. The people yeah. on nice. there are awesome. Okay. And there's also, I'm forgetting the name of it right now, but there's one specifically for males. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Hilariously right. infertile? No. Uh, no, that's, I mean, there's a couple people on Instagram and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, uh, I guess if you're going through it, I always tell people, I when I made a post about it, I mentioned it too, to like not be afraid to step away and that like, Take You're, a step back. Yeah. Take a minute to kind of regroup and yeah, take and some like, months off. I, um, when we were going through it, I chose to unfollow my friends that were pregnant. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't anything personal. I didn't hate them. It just was so triggering yep. for me that I didn't unfriend them. I just unfollowed them so that I could, if I was in a good headspace that day, I could go to their account and look. But mm-hmm. it wasn't like in my face when I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. Like, you know seconds after getting a negative pregnancy test I open up Instagram oh. and there and there's the pregnancy announcement yeah it's, it's you know? hard yeah so um I think it's okay to like unfollow people and it's okay to say like I'm sorry I can't go to your baby shower yeah so like we were invited to baby showers during that whole process and we never went to any of them but we sent a gift so it's like it's nothing personal but I just it's hard to be there because then everyone's kind of elbowing you and like, are you next? Oh, yeah. That kind of thing. And it's, it's, it's just, it's hard. Yeah. Um, no, that's really good advice. Happy. Yeah. It's really, really good advice. And it's important for, for listeners who are going through that to understand that there's help out there. There's other people out there struggling through this, just like you and, and everyone's journey is different. So please don't compare your IVF journey to anyone else's. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Anything else before we go? We're going to sign off. This was a long one. Thanks for sticking with yeah. us, everybody. We appreciate it. SoSoScrutiny.com. You can check out our website. When's your website coming up? I don't know how to do that. Well, that's why I'm here. Let's Soon. Your, you got a new logo coming. <laughs> when you get your new logo? New we'll logo website. website. That's what we're doing, right? What's Your Position podcast and SoSoScrutiny podcast on Instagram. Please follow us. Yeah, rate and review. Tell a friend, please. Lots mm-hmm. of friends. Cool. And cool. Go science. Go science. Love Thanks, it. guys. Thanks for doing a joint one. I'm not going to do my sign off because that's it's not my. Oh, well, how we do it is uh, it's been So So Scrutiny Podcast and What's Your Position. I'm Robert. I'm Corey. And I'm Ashley. And that's Liz over there. And that's Liz. <laughs> stay right. safe, stay kind, and stay sexy. Yeah, there you go. See you guys. Bye. What's Your Position podcast and its social media websites represents the opinions of Ashley Weller and her guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice and is intended for the educational and entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast and website are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of errors. Stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy.